You're listening to the Huck and Ride Podcast, the show that celebrates the two-wheeled lifestyle from pros to beginners and everything in between. Proudly brought to you by Kenda, the tire that's designed for your journey, the Huck and Ride Podcast is homegrown on two wheels. And now, here's your hosts, Jason Simpson and Lala Naharis. All right, we are back with our latest episode. Well, hold on. Oh, yes. Happy New Year. Happy <laughs> New Year, yeah. Yep. So we are uh, post-A1. Um, so Anaheim 1 just happened this last weekend. And even though it's not uh, a bicycle race, it's one of the most anticipated races I know for me personally to go watch each year. And uh, it's so fitting that we're with a brand known as motocross and john anderson from w wheels that's right (laughs) but and it's not w okay i learned this real yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) d-u-b people say it all kinds of different ways we've had people say doobie uh, doobia um w yeah whatever they want to say well when i first met you and you said it real quick and then i had asked mike and then when of course and then i go to tell jay i'm like oh guess who i met today and I told him, I'm like, um, Dub, he's all, Dub, yeah? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, he goes, wheels? I said, yeah, I met John today. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So anyhow, so John, you have a long history um, in two-wheeled racing. I'll just put it that way. Yep. Because uh, uh, obviously more moto-centric now. Um, but Not always. You, you were in the bike uh, side of the industry for, for some time too. So Yeah. Um, but let's go way back. Yep. Even before that, what got you into two wheels? What what lit that fire to yeah. to love the, yeah. the sports? Well, before we jump into that, first yeah. off, I just want to say thanks for having me on. Um, when awesome. Lala asked me to do this, and then I'd heard of your podcast, and you said you want to be on the show, and I'm like, me? <laughs> really? <laughs> and because I'm I'm yeah, our our business is motorcycle wheels. Yep. But um, bicycles are cool. Yeah, and uh, I met you at Roy's. Mike's a great guy, and so when you said, "Would you do it?" and I'm like, "Heck yeah, man! This is cool." So I'm um, so thanks for coming down. Oh I'm, no, yeah. I was you. really looking forward to this today. So oh, good, uh, good. So thanks for having me. No, yeah. thanks okay. for wanting to so, do it. Like, yeah, this yeah. is awesome. As yeah. excited as you were to be on it, we get yeah. excited to come learn and. Yeah. I mean, and then the tour today, like it's it's awesome. Yeah, I was see. walking around. I mean, I'm still, you know, here I am well into my 50s now and yep. i'm still like a kid in the candy store like i just yeah, cool. i come in here i'm like this is cool like awesome. all these you know just history and yeah and seeing all the jerseys and just knowing you know all the the people and the races you've been to and the people you've yeah. been able to work with over the years i mean yeah. it's just for me it's exciting too well we're both in our 50s man so we've seen <laughs> a lot right yeah, yeah. so i think I, I think i actually have you covered by a few years but so uh Gotta, Once again, gotta, I'm the old guy here, so yeah. Well, I got to tell you, when I first told him, he goes, I didn't start off like in BMX and like most people did. Like, that's what he had said yeah. in the shop. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so um, just a brief, um, just like all of us, you know, I grew up riding dirt bikes with my dad. And um, uh, I didn't, you know, obviously I got the racing bug later. Um uh, but yeah, I just grew up riding motorcycles, you know. Were you a SoCal, um, SoCal guy? or? Uh, yep. So I okay. was actually born in Garden Grove. Okay. Um, went to high school in Garden Grove. Um, you know, I've 
been around different places, but primarily California. Okay. Yeah, I spent some time up in the valley when I was a little grom, and and um, so I used to go to Indian Dunes. Yep. you've probably heard of that. Oh yeah, uh, spent some time there, and uh, it's funny you tell people like Indian Dunes, Saddleback. They're like, yeah, I've heard of those. I go, man, I've raced there. Yeah, those are <laughs> iconic yeah, well, we historic. Had, we tracks, had uh, right? Kenny Alexander from yeah. Fast House on yeah. the good, so good guy. You know his. His ties to Indian Dunes is just like, oh my gosh, okay, this yeah, is cool. Yeah, so. so, so I just you know grew up riding and and um, did that over the years, and then uh, I didn't even start racing until I was like fifteen, and and then I did the racing thing, and um, you know I really enjoyed it and wanted to be good, and I was a pretty good rider, and uh, I got to a point of like a local pro level. Okay, um, but you know, like a lot of people in racing. Um, Racing's awesome, but the side side to that is injuries, right? Mm-hmm. And that can be motorcycles or bicycles mm-hmm. when you think about it, right? right? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I got hurt a fair amount, um, but I still continue to race, you know, into my 20s, well into my 20s. And then, uh, um, yeah, so I that, that was it. I just, I love racing and then, sure, we'll get into it. Then, uh, you know, I did some side jobs and anything I could do to support my racing, I did it. Um, and then I end up getting a job at White Brothers, and I'm sure we'll get into that yeah, whole okay. history. And then, so, you, so your dad rode? Is, yeah, my dad did ride. He never raced. Um, yeah. It's kind of cool looking back on it. I'm sure you guys have seen on any Sunday, right? Yeah. The old school stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was a guy that rode like a, a big Triumph, mm-hmm. wore like jeans, red yep. wing boots, yep. short sleeve t-shirt. Open face helmet. Cigarette in the mouth as he's running. No, um, <laughs> no. Uh, my dad did a little bit of chew. Yep, okay. And... Uh, goggles no it was ray-ban sunglasses yeah right so yeah. we would go to jawbone canyon yep um so i just remember as being a little kid going there and and we would ride and they would just climb hills and then i'd be on my little bike trying to climb the hills with them you know <laughs> um so yeah that that like i said my dad never raced but that was just i don't know um because i didn't grow up on bmx bikes or anything like that yeah. but um i just loved dirt bikes man yeah I was similar because my, my dad would go to Indian Dunes, but he would never ride a track. He, mm-hmm. he was not a track guy at all, at all. He would go back in the hills and do all the hill climbs, but I was always sitting on the gas tank in front of him. Gotcha. You know, nice. I, nice. You know, burn, burn through the boots on the bottom because my foot would be resting on the pipe, mm-hmm. you know, and so. Like one of these? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. so I can relate to just, you know, that, that was, you know, I, but as I got older, I was like, how come he never went to the track? Like, I love the track. I love the yeah. competition, but he, my dad wasn't competitive, so. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can relate to not being competitive. Yeah. I, I show yeah. up, I'll race. I'm doing parade waves. Yeah. You know, yeah. so says I am. There's no, like, I've got to win in me. And they're yeah. like, yeah. but Lala, you started with the beeps. I'm like, and? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I have fun on my bike, and that's I'm sure that's what kept the love for it with your dad. Like, for sure. Out there on there. Yeah. 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 And, um you know, my dad didn't get to see me race a lot. He was busy with his life, and he uh, he ended up uh, selling his company relatively early and uh, retired and, and moved up north. So, but he went to a couple. Yeah, yeah. You know, he 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 uh, he had his life as well. You yeah. know, so um, That's cool though. But what's kind of cool is uh, later on. Uh, you know, my dad passed away five years ago, but he and we were well into having W. And, and not to jump too far ahead, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, like that something that he was used to just knowing, oh, John's racing or John's in the hospital. <laughs> and then we were, you know, we were able to yeah. switch over to the business. And, right. Because uh, he had a pretty a good company. And, you know, I tried to work there. It was a uh, heavy equipment rentals. 
it just wasn't my thing, you know? Like, I just, I worked there because I kind of had to, mm-hmm. to make some money. Sure. But I didn't like it. Yeah. You know, and that would, you know, oftentimes people will be like, hey, you know, you can be the next generation, take over the business. And I think that opportunity was there. It just wasn't for me, man. Yeah. yeah. It just wasn't my thing, you know? So, uh, um, so yeah, I I was able to get a job in the motorcycle business. You know, it's kind of like why we sit here and do this. It's passion, right? Yeah, you got sure. You know, the reason why we have the race team and and we do what we do. Like we're yeah. not millionaires. We're right. we're living life. Yeah. We're good people. What, and what fuels the passion? Because otherwise, yeah. you don't want to show up the next day. Right. That's right. So, so um, yeah. So they that's, say, that's what do they start? say? If you go to work and you smile and you enjoy your job, it's not work. It's, yeah. It, you know. So yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I love where I'm at, and yeah, you know. I don't know that Jay loves doing floors anymore, but he, I don't hate it. He doesn't. I hate hated it, it for a time, but now nah, I don't hate it. Now yeah. it's it's. Well, good. look, you, you you might do that, but you still I guess the it, podcast and what, your race yeah, team what, and all what that. I, what I what doing floors now affords me the ability to to do all this. Yeah, which is great. So for that's where 100%. I appreciate it. So yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's that, that's that's my okay. So start you into so this. you're racing. You had some, some injuries and stuff yep. like that, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, so working your other jobs, mm-hmm. what landed you at White Brothers? Do you guys remember Cycle News when yeah. it was a print magazine? Sure. Well, I used to read that when I was in high school. I would read that. It's funny. I had a teacher, uh, my art teacher, and he rode dirt bikes. And I always thought, that's pretty cool, man. I have a teacher that rides dirt bikes. And he always had Cycle News. And um, and after art class, we had like recess or whatever. Um he would let me sit there and read his cycle news. And this is back in the day, the era of Bob Hanna and sure. Marty Tripes and, yeah. and, 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 and all those guys. And I would just read them. And so White Brothers, where that came in, they used to have a section in the back of the magazine called uh, Part Help Wanted. Yeah. Yeah, those little sections. And there was a, there, it was 19. <laughs> Basically the classifieds, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to date me for all your, your viewers and listeners. But so 1984, yeah. um, there was an ad in there for a driver, a uh, parts driver at White Brothers. So um, I went down there and applied. And, You're like, um, I can drive. I like Yeah, <laughs> and, and so I did, and I, I interviewed with, with Tom White, who would later would become my father-in-law, of all things. And um, Did that ad say... Um, son-in-law needed a <laughs> no, driver. No, no, because this is where it gets a little creepy, and I hope nobody takes this wrong. But at the time, because I am a fair amount older than my wife, um, when I started there and I got the job, my wife now uh, at that time she was eight years old, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's a little weird, right? So I was twenty-one and she was eight, and and it'd only be weird if you got with her then. Yeah, that would you, you, that, that wouldn't be good. Later on yeah, in life, yeah, it's yeah. only numbers. We, we, we probably wouldn't good. be having this podcast no, right yeah. now. No, no, I, you'd be somewhere else. <laughs> no, I would. Yeah, yeah. So, Orange um, would look good on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I, I uh, applied for the job. Tom interviewed me, and and uh, and I'll never forget. Um, he actually hired me right then and said, "Okay, we'll give you a shot." And it was for five dollars fifty cents an hour, and and that really wasn't the big thing. It was more like, "Man, I got a job. I think I, I got this job." And uh, back then, I had this old truck, a little Chevy Love. Do you remember? Yeah, those? oh yeah, I had one of yeah. those. I think I think all of us in that era <laughs> sure. had one. And I remember driving out of the parking lot. It was in Stanton at the time where um, where White Brothers was. And I drove out of the parking lot. And as I went by, you know, 
uh, I think I might have popped the eight track out of my truck or whatever, right? <laughs> and uh, I might have had some super train. I don't know what super I had tramp. on there. Boston, you remember? yeah, I remember ELO, that. something, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember driving down Western and uh, said, "Shit, I just got a job at White Brothers. I can't freaking believe it." Heck yeah, so stoked. So that's where it started. Yeah, that and, is funny and, though. And um, so I was a driver there for 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 a while. And back in those days, company was relatively small. I mean, I think we had probably 20 employees. Um, I mean, you were shipping. You drove, you know, parts driver, answered the phone, um, clean the toilet. You wore a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that was kind of the start for me in the industry, you know. And um, So for those of you guys who are listening, so, you know, when you don't think things tie in, White Brothers, I know some people might not know, they did – they did bicycles and motorcycles. So, yeah. White Brothers, what did they sell for the motor side? Yeah, so, um, you know, White Brothers was around. It's gone now. You know, a big uh, investment company bought them, and sadly, a um, handful of years after they bought it, it went, it went away, yeah. uh, which is really unfortunate. But, um, you know, it produced a lot of amazing people in the industry, both bicycle and, and motorcycle. Yep. And, um, and uh, um yeah, so I, 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 White Brothers, shoot, man, we, even before the bicycle, of course, we we were really known for the four-stroke market before it is what it is now, yeah. right? The old XRs and TT500s and um, quads back then and, mm-hmm. and all that. So uh, we had a real nice catalog and we sold all kinds of cool widgets and bolt-on accessories and pipes and cams and all that stuff. Um, I remember wh- one of my quads had the White Brothers uh, pipe on it. You know what's funny is I I uh, I hear it all the time, man. How many people at some point had a dealing with or had White Brother products yep. on their bike? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't till later, uh, actually much later, uh, late '90s is when they started the uh, the bicycle division, right? So. Uh, Tom had a twin brother, uh, Dan, and he was pretty passionate about cycling, and um, and uh, he had done a few Norba races back then, and they started just doing. We started doing little spring kits uh, for the old Judies. Mm-hmm. Remember all that stuff? Oh yeah. Um, and and that was even after I think it was close in the era of the Manitou with the elastomers sure. and all that. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Um, and so uh, one of our first forks was a seventy millimeter travel. Um, oh, that's some travel. <laughs> yeah, right. When you think about it today, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, heck, I remember even back then. I remember I got a Manitou fork because remember uh, John Tomac had it. Yep. And I remember, and, and actually, so this all ties together because he's a good friend of ours today, Eddie Cole, who okay. used to own Answer, yep. right? Yep. And then which ended up taking over the Answer Manitou right. fork. But I remember waiting for one of those forks for my bike. <laughs> And when I finally got it, I was like, no way, man. This is awesome, dude. Yeah. Like, I got a suspension fork. Now, it'd be like, is there, what's in there, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it was elastomer stuff or right. whatever, right? Uh, but when John Tomek had it, man, it was like. Had to have it. Had to have it. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, um, it's going to make so, you go a lot faster. Well, that's the idea, <laughs> right? So, it sure looked cool, too. Yeah, but try those elastomers on the bike side, bike shop side of it. They'd come in and they're all hard and people yep. were like, oh, yeah. make my suspension work. We put them in the microwave. Is that right? 
well, well listen, some I, of them blew I, up. I, 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 I believe they it. They softened up. They yeah. did. And you could put them back because, you know, the rear part of the bikes also had them on the rear because mm-hmm. it was built in, right? Yeah. So that little shock. And we put in the, I remember one time putting in the microwave and it went real big and then yeah. it goes back down. It softened it up. Yeah. He got another year out of it or whatever. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned about how they had that on the, uh, the rear for suspension. Um, that was on a Manitou bike. Remember, it was yep. yeah. Manitou by Answer. Yep. Actually had one. And I remember it was basically was a fork on the back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's really yeah. what it was, right? Right. Yep. right. And if I think back on that, what was it? Maybe two inches of travel? Right. I don't right. know. It's been a, a minute, right? But, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. So, we, 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 White Brothers got into the mountain bike side and, um, and that became a huge part of the company for sure, right? Um, started with like a 70 millimeter and then we did a 90 millimeter then we did a dual crown 110 and then we did a downhill fork a 150 which even in today's world right because they're up over 200 mil uh, oh yeah 200 it's 200 uh, is a, a 200. downhill fork yeah um but boy i gotta tell you back then um it was pretty cool right because yeah. I, I rode bicycles just for fun um for training right right and just staying fit whatever um but then when White Brothers got into that, it, it was like a whole nother segment of our business, right? You weren't uh, just driving anymore? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I went, like everybody that worked there, I, you know, from driving, some time in sales, and a little bit with purchasing, uh, shipping, receiving. Um, you kind of just did whatever, right? Um, as the company grew later, and it, 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 it grew later to be a... Uh, I would say more so in the era of when the fork came around. I mean, um, you know, there was 170 employees. It okay. was a, it was a big operation, oh, wow. right? Yeah, it was. We had two warehouses, and then of course, um, uh, White Brothers was a distributor, but we had dealers uh, really worldwide, right? Because okay. uh, like especially the fork was ours, right? So it wasn't like we were distributing it for someone. We were manufacturing that, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I remember calling in like because if I needed. The spring kit or I needed, mm-hmm. like, you guys had your, that lube. Mm-hmm. I remember that certain lube. And so we'd be out and out at call and order some end. It was like, yeah. so you always, you were know. those Were those being manufactured in the U.S.? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was all being made here. And, and the funny thing is our engineer that designed those forks, um, heck, man, all these years later, he's still a friend of mine today. He's not in the bicycle business, but he, uh, he has a, a suspension company. He's a British guy, Jim Lewis. And he's the guy that uh, designed all those forks. Nice. Yeah. And then if we're going to keep on oh, with, yeah, keep with that going. whole thing, um, you guys will remember this. Um, do you remember a bicycle called a Rotec? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Up in Washington. Yeah. yeah so Rotec was a, a frame that, um, and I, I heard Rich Hausman. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so cool because yep. I, I listened to some of the, I've, you know, I've listened to your guys' stuff, right? And it's pretty cool. And, um, you had Hausman on there. Yeah. And so Rotec was a frame that Jim designed with a guy named Bill Thomas. And, uh, and, and, and later in life, when we got more into racing and through the company, it was a White Brothers Rotec, well, Rotec White Brothers team, right? A Rotec frame, White Brother fork. And we had um, Eric Carter, uh, Rich Hausman, um, Jeff Schofield. Yep. And oh, yeah. And Tara Giannis yep. uh, on the team. And so, you know, look, I, I was a relatively young guy, I guess. I wasn't married. And, like, man, sign me up for any and everything. And so for, for years I was able to travel 
what was then the Norba circuit. Yeah. And, um, we talked a little bit earlier about some of the venues and, um, and yeah, so we, we, we did tech support at the races and people would bring their forks over and we sold a lot of those forks Yeah, and they'd bring them over just for oil changes and whatnot. And we, we had a fifth wheel trailer, the pro side, they'd be out there doing their thing. And then me and this, uh, friend, uh, his name was Frisbee. He was a Brit. And good, good guy. I don't know where he's at now, but we would sit off the back of the trailer and we'd had racks built and people would bring their bikes by. We'd pull forks off and do a little service work. Nice. Yeah. And race. Nice. Um, so funny you say that. So that was, an, that was available to do it. So uh, I did get to race some. Um, I can honestly say uh, uh, proudly that I got to race some kamikazes. Nice. When it was the real kamikaze, yep. right back yep. in the day, um, got to race Big Bear. Um, I did do uh, a couple of the cross country things. You know, years ago we were all much, you know, leaner. Like you're lean, but I was <laughs> I was leaner. Um, it's the most painful thing yeah. ever yeah. racing cross country stuff. Yeah, and but you sure feel amazing when you're done. Yeah, but while it, I was doing it, it I'm like, it's a cool accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like. God, this sucks. Uh, it's just I don't torture, even I don't man. get in the start line because I know it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, I did Mammoth and Big Bear, and obviously those are at altitude. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. You're like, man. You know, I know I've been riding my bike, and I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. But you know, ten minutes into the race, you're dying. Yeah, there's it's no like, air. What's going on here? Yeah. Like, how much longer is this going on? Yeah. Right. So, um, but it was fun because it got to work, and, and couldn't do it at all the venues. It was usually the local because we had more staff that would come right. up from yeah. the company. But the ones that the East Coast uh, travel stuff couldn't do it, but Big Bear and Mammoth could. That's awesome. And I, I've brought this up on our program before, but like, especially any of the younger listeners, they hear about Norba like it's so far removed from from racing now. Yeah. But to understand the how big those races were, the World Cup guys from Europe used to come race the Norba races and they would, a lot of times they would pass on a world cup to race Norba races because they were so big and there was a lot more money involved mm -hmm. than a world cup race. Yeah. Now it's like flip flopped a national level race. Isn't much of anything. Unfortunately, yeah. hopefully, hopefully that'll change, but yeah, you know, yeah. um, like, so these races that you're going to, they were world cup level races. I mean, every yeah. pro that was anyone, came to race those yeah for sure and and that era right was you know you know today's listeners will know like eli tomac so certainly they'll know his father right yeah. john he's a legend right yeah right. but that's in the the era of ned overin yep. david weens yeah. um one of the ones that i always remember because i ended up buying a uh, fisher mountain bike yeah Gary it was called a, a, a yes it, but it was it was called a pro caliper uh-huh and it was three tone it was like red yellow and black the frame and i ended up getting one of those and i remember the guy that rode for him i'm going to test your knowledge right now joe murray yeah do you remember that name uh-huh and he was just the man yeah and i always remember seeing pictures of him riding he's had these these quads and you're like oh my god that guy's yeah incredible right yeah. and um i mean that just shows you right there i saw that the bike was cool you know they were it wasn't about baggies or anything. It was, you yeah. know, they were still wearing Cycra and all that, but it was just like, man, that is cool. <laughs> so much so that I just thought, I got to 
you know, save my money and there buy one go. of those bikes. And I did. Yeah. Um, that's so, yeah. What, it pays off that way. See, advertising, that's yeah. what you go get. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and, and what's really funny is, so think about how many years ago that was that John Tomac was a legend. I yeah. guess he's still a legend, sure. right? But uh, for the folks that knew him back then, he was the man. Yeah. Um, and uh, where are we at? Monday morning here? Yeah. Two days ago, his son, Eli, as we all know. Yeah. He uses our wheels. That's awesome. Small world. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's, that's really yeah, cool. It's really, yeah, it's pretty neat. And, it just gave and, me chills because you okay. think of how small. All right, yeah. I'm going to do a little sidetrack because yeah. now, we, now we got back on Supercross because I'm yeah. still pumped Sorry. after watching Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for those of us who were around, 86 Anaheim. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's like for, RJ for, for, me, for me, that's been like, yeah. like you kids don't understand, like, how intense this racing was. Yeah. I mean, how many times did they go back and forth? Yeah. And I was thinking, you know what? I, w- I wish there were some races because sometimes the, the tracks now seem to kind of just be like everyone's kind of doing the same thing. This mm-hmm. track, one were the conditions, right? Because we yeah. had rain last week, so the dirt was was a little more rutted than, than Anaheim ever would yeah. be. And they had a really tricky rhythm section where it's like I was watching like not everyone hit it all mm-hmm. the time because they weren't able to, to, to do it. Right. And it really separated. And so there was more passing, unfortunately, some really hard crashes. Yes. But um, it made for some really good racing. And after Saturday night, I was going, that was that was pretty close to an 86. Uh, as far as the – I didn't sit down for the whole race for the yeah. 450 main. Yeah. 250 main was, you know, yeah. Jet ran away with it. Yeah. But, but uh, 450 main – Yeah. That was exciting. Well, you know, listen, we've we've all been to a lot of races, right? Yeah. And and certainly, I remember that race you're talking about with Bailey and Johnson, right? Uh, back and forth, back and forth. So maybe we didn't necessarily see a lot of that Saturday night, but overall, from from um, Eli thinking he's going to run away with it and then having a mistake, and then you know you're watching Chase and you're like, okay. You know, he's the guy everyone's looking at. Right? Yeah, because he's capable of. That's right. He's just and, capable. And then next thing you know, Malcolm's in the lead. Yeah. Now you have to understand, right, for me, like, yes, we're in this business, but I'm as big a fan as anybody. Sure. And, yeah, they use our product. But that aside, like, just like, this is badass. Yeah, like it is. what I'm seeing right yeah. now, right? And then Malcolm ended up in the lead, and we do the wheels for Rockstar Husky. So I'm like, cool. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, we're going to have a great win ad you know, Malcolm's first race, uh, win possibly, what was he four minutes away from it? Yeah. And then we all saw his crash yeah. and that was dirty. Yeah. Right. I mean, thank God he got up and walked away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, well, chase and you know, where's Kenny going to be? And, 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 and then Webb is back and uh, Red Bull KTM uses our kite wheels. Yeah. So we're pulling all different directions. Um, and then here comes Eli and he just <laughs> comes back and, um, it was, it was awesome. It but, was just exciting. But to your point about the, the track and how technical it was, and um, look, I think that, and I even watched the race back again yesterday. Um, these guys are like machines, right? They do so many laps, and it's just repetitive. And they're so good. When you see the best guys in the world in Supercross making the mistakes, what we saw Saturday, that kind of tells you something how gnarly the track was. Yeah. And when you think about it, they all made mistakes. Yeah. 
Yeah, all of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, I tested and, all of them. And even, I don't know if you went for the day. You know, I was there since 9 o'clock in the morning, but once they start free practice at noon, um, you know, Anderson had some horrific get-offs, right? Yeah. So, and he's like one of the funnest guys to watch ride a motorcycle, right? The guy looks like he's a Gumby. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, it was a tough track. Yeah, for sure. You know, and yeah. I, I kind of look at it not only as a fan, but just – you know, I always check in, and heck, I go down to the pits at you know six thirty before opening ceremonies. Are we going to build a wheel there? No, but just checking in with the guys, and you know, it was a good night, no issues or whatever. Um, but boy, the racing was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, watch Webb just chip away. Right, so, how does okay? I, I was like, yeah, Webb's got some magic sauce. How do you take that tide of insides and still clear everything? Well, uh, Dunlop spec tires will probably do that for you, right? Um, no, but, but, but it's just like every the his the the package there, yeah, like yeah, works that way, yeah. and it's just like it's incredible to watch. Yeah. You know, I think I mean I know we're it's cool because you know we're talking mountain bikes, but we're talking a little moto right now, right? Yeah. So it's it's cool. Yeah, I hope we're not boring anybody, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're just shooting the bull, right? Yeah. Just so you guys um, know, I didn't watch it. I didn't go. Yeah. I don't need to now because they just gave me side-by-side yeah. side action. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but with Webb, I mean, think about it, right? Um, a lot of people have written them off. They have to remember, prior to Eli winning last year, the previous champion was Cooper Webb. It's the Webb yep. wagon. And one thing about that guy, <laughs> if you guys remember watching him all those years of battling with Kenny. Yeah. Um, and just hunting him down. Yeah. Um, he's a tough mofo. Yeah. And he doesn't give up easy. That's no, for darn and, sure. And, man, watching the race, just seeing him come through, and even at the end, he was hanging it out. Yeah. He watched the pass on Chase like he was over-jumping stuff, and, man, he's tough. Yeah. He's tough between the years. Yeah. And um, uh, gotten to know him a little bit, um, and uh, good guy. Yeah. Um, some people might think he might, you know, it's like, oh, he's kind of a jerk or whatever, but He's just really, really um, focused, yeah. and he wants to win. He's intensely and competitive. When, when people doubt him, it's the wrong thing to do because yeah. uh, if they write him off, and I saw the press conference, and, and somebody asked him something about, oh, you're in the back row, and he goes, yeah, I guess I'm washed up. Well, I think he showed him the other night like he's far from that. Right. Yeah, yeah that just added, added fuel to his fire. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay, so, so, yeah. so my, my prediction – I'll just okay. go out there because no one cares what I think, but I, okay. but I'm going to share it anyways. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. I think the podium Saturday night is how the season's going to end up. That's my prediction. I know we're a long ways from that. A lot yeah. can happen, but yeah. my prediction: Tomac, Webb, and Sexton. That's a good call. I think that um, <laughs> um, I I don't know what what the situation was with 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 Jason. I know he had some. A mm -hmm. really good mm -hmm. hard get off and I think he kind yeah, of smashed his face and all that. Either, um, it's tough, man, because I know leading up to the race, it's like, you know, myself and the guys and girls in the shop, we all talk about it and have our little side bets and all that. Um, man, there was like 10, 12 people we felt like could have won the race. For, Realistically. For sure. I, yeah, because right? the week going in, like my yeah. brother and I are at work, we're talking. You know, we're doing the same thing. We're yeah. just talking and we're like, to qualify. I, yeah. I mean, just to get into the main, yeah, you got to do something special. Yeah, like you're not going to squeak in. Like you, you're not going to get those those last the last chance qualifier. You're you've got to. They they always race it hard, but I'm just saying, 
there's no like, oh yeah, these guys are guaranteed in. Yeah. Look, look at McElrath. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, they're again tough track, tough situation. You know, and I took out a tough block, but yeah, you know, um, there's no no guarantees for sure. Yeah, I think that. I mean, obviously the race Saturday because we had so much rain last week, and, and and the 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 track crew did a good job, but there was still a lot of moisture in the dirt, and and everybody talked about it um, in the rhythm sections. I mean, it was it, it was pretty mushy in there, yeah. And curbs and um, and this weekend in Oakland, it's supposed to rain all week, oh. so it's you know it's it's going to be one of those roll fests yeah. where I you, yeah. you surprised how much they jump. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll really know how good it's going to be in, for a few weeks until yeah. we get some clear yeah. weather yeah. and a supercross track, right? But yeah. uh, but your your picks aren't bad, man. All right. Yeah. Do you play fantasy moto no. stuff? You don't no. do that? No. I don't I don't either. It's too confusing for me. Yeah. No. Right? I don't so, make enough money to do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'll raise so. your penny to my <laughs> penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I lost 20 bucks to one of, to, uh, to Cole up in the office there um, because I took Malcolm to finish be- better than Christian. And I was looking good for about all but three and a half, four right. minutes of the race. <laughs> right. right. I owe him 20 bucks. Yeah. So, uh, and that was another one with Christian, you know, first year on Rockstar Husky. Um, I know he had a good get off during the day. Um, I don't know if that's what affected his night. It might have, but he, yeah, that was a little bit. Kind of a hmm. yeah, you're not kind of, sure what happened I, there. I kept looking back and I'm going, yeah, um, you know, yeah. I, I know that there's there's more there for sure. Yeah, it, you know, like you said, there's there's 12 guys out there that are capable of it. Yeah, that, that you know you yeah, you know, I, I mean at, at the end of the night I was going because I really didn't know what to expect from Colt Nichols. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, he just did like a really quiet solid sixth place stayed out of trouble there was you know? carnage going on in front <laughs> and behind him and i mean colt's a hell of a rider I yeah mean, you, absolutely if, if you think about it you know i mean uh, how many up, a1s have we gone to where you're like he's gonna win the 250s you know yeah for sure. i mean and people kind of forget like you know um he was defending his title when he crashed in his heat race in the lead and broke his arms yeah so yeah. he was yeah. done, right? Yeah. So now he's got this. In, and actually, it's funny because there was a couple different programs he was affiliated or tied to that we were going to be a part of. And they unfortunately fell through. And, and so to see him get an opportunity with Honda, it's pretty cool. He's a yeah. nice nice kid. Yeah. 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 yeah he's a nice kid. That's good so. It's kind of like, like, you know, you, I, listening to you guys, like, you go and watch World Cup Bicycling, right? Yeah. Like, here, you know, and, you know, they've seen. So then you know the top tens there and – you're like, who's going to get it? It's all in exactly what you're talking about. Same thing, course, you know, where the rain is, right? And mm-hmm. and so, like, the last one, when all the rain was, the first guys didn't have the rain, the next ones did, mm-hmm. you know, so it changes all that, right? So it's the same thing. You can sit there and, you you, you know, right when you roll someone out, they just surprise the heck out of you. Yeah. You're like, where did that come from, yeah. right? So it's the same thing you see watching on these. I mean, I don't know. I don't have the year histories of all the writers, but – in watching and 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 all that, like I'm like, ooh, you know, and you, I mean, there's been some dirty rides I've seen, yeah. but yeah. it's the same thing. You you watch it and you're just intrigued on what the body. I mean, what what we're you know, like you're talking about the get offs. Like we we don't see them during the day on and to qualify to get there, right? Yeah, yeah. you're talking about qualifying. A lot of people don't realize you got to qualify to get to that night, right. Right? right? Even though you're there, you're set up. You can be number one, but if you don't qualify, yeah. you're not there because. 
broken parts, broken body, broken, you know, get yep. off. You're not sure, you know. So to get some of those get offs and still go to the main, I know what it's like when I would crash and I'm like, ooh, now I got to go race. Yep. You know, and you're now you got to go through that section that you just ate crap on. Yeah. And and believe me, I I perfected OTB. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I have like crashed helmets. I know somebody took out rocks and put a ball pit underneath me, photoshopped it. Like I've <laughs> I've you know. But then you're and then the, you all of a sudden brakes. No, don't hold the brakes. No, hold the brake because you're going through that section again that you know you just got. The, so those ones during the day on Saturday, you know, you wonder where what are they? What are you thinking when you're going back yeah. out there to at that level at that. Your mind, like, but what you said between the ears, like, yeah, I, well, can't so I, I was gonna, that. I was gonna tie this back in. So you were talking about Cooper Webb and just, you know, the the mental fortitude and just, yep. you know, and I think, you know, all those riders at that level. I mean, you, you have to have that a certain amount to get to that level. Uh, you know, right. talent takes you so far, and then, yeah. you know, you got to have the whole package because yeah. every, everyone does. The top guys do. That's right. But uh, so going back to your Norba days, yes, and you're you're running this team. Well, I wouldn't are, say running the team. I I, I worked on our 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 suspension side. Okay. Right? Um, okay. Jim Lewis, as I mentioned earlier, Bill Thomas, and really, you know who ran the team and technically was co-owner was Eric Carter. Okay. Yeah, he was okay. actually one of the owners of the team. Okay. Um. And because he had a history of like the dual slalom, I think he was like the, the national champion. Yeah. Um, and then he got tied in with Bill Thomas somehow. I just know we all ended up together. And look, I mean, so I I raced motorcycles, whatever. I rode mountain bikes. It was all fun. So then when White Brothers did suspension, you know, I ended up at mountain bike races, and I still kind of knew some of the names, but then obviously I learned, and I was there, and, you know, when when the racing was going on, our tech support was done, so, right, you'd be checking it out, right. and, and even back then, um, the Sean Palmers, um, um, Lee Donovan, I think yep. you just had yeah. her on the yeah. show yeah. the other day. Yeah. Um, um, gosh dang, like, the Tomax, his arrow is already through, I yeah, guess, at that so, point, so right? Yeah, so like Lopes. And, Lopes, uh, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I was just checking it out. I was a fan, and, and it was cool because I was getting paid to go there. Yeah. And uh, be around these cool athletes and see this amazing sport of mountain bike racing, you know? And uh, and you guys, and talking to talking to John here, like, when he's saying as a fan, he, he still is a fan. Like, as, as Jay and I have been talking to him, he literally is, I could see the excitement of like, yeah. you know, you sit here. So being at Mike's, you know, at Roy's cyclery yeah. and, you know, Dean Wilson walks in or, yeah. you know, like they walk in and it's so funny because like Mike is, he works on their bikes and they're friends. It's not like yeah. where most people be like, oh my God, do you know who that is? You know, that's probably why they enjoy going there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yeah. Get, yeah. get real help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Mike's a good dude. Yeah. No. And exactly. But that whole He's a fan as well, but he digs doing their bikes. But it's the same thing. You're like, your enthusiasm, like, here, your wheels are on how many bikes out there. Yeah. And you can talk to these people on a daily if you needed to. Mm-hmm. And you're like a fan. Like, it, it's, and, and, but that's how we are, like, with the mountain bike side of it. Cause, like, you know, we know Aaron. We know, we know a lot. I mean, at one point we had Lors Bourgier. Uh, yeah, we had a bunch of the, the guys that were over here for the for the U.S. Open. The Fox Open ended yeah. up hanging out in our pits because we were the only one had a big enough pit. Yeah, mm. it was a big enough pit, so they, they yeah. ended up working on their bikes and stuff. And yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's just fun. 
Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, uh, it goes back to when you wanted to, you know, when we first met at, at Roy's, um, and then the, you know, the podcast and just the mountain bike thing and the fan. And, um, I really do like it. I, 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 I've never, um, raced or ridden on a world cup track as I'm older. Um, doesn't mean I wouldn't like to try it. Yeah. Um, now I would say it's, well, some of the stuff, the gap jumps and stuff, I ain't doing that. Um, but I, I think I told you earlier when, when what used to be the Red Bull show was on and the world cups, like I literally have them logged the dates. Yeah. I so look forward to that. I just, I watch on, I hope this isn't a conflict, but I watch vital yeah. and they have this thing called raw yeah. and yep. it just shows yeah. practice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I watched that. And yeah, I just we're, think we're it, not in conflict with oh, anyone. Okay. We don't get anything from anyone. I so. just think it's... <laughs> we do yeah, our own thing. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's... I, um, they're incredible athletes. And and I, and we mentioned earlier, because I know you've been to some World Cup events, both of you. Yeah. Um, I really want to go to one of those. Yeah. I want to see it from my own eyes. And look, I don't know a lot of the guys. I've had the, the pleasure of, of meeting Aaron. Uh, I think we started to talk, got to see his house. You yeah. Know, and we did some wheels for him. Um, and, and, and nice guy, right. Yeah. And so I'm a fan. Um, it's kind of cool for me if I'm yeah. being honest with you, like when he's racing, I make sure the time's right. It's, this is rad. I gotta yeah. just tell you. Yeah. Like I, I feel like kind of special. Is that weird? Yeah. But I would literally have texted him. Yeah. Give him hell. Give him the beans. Uh, and you know what? He might not reply in five minutes, but. Right. But it might be hours later, but he replies. Yeah. So there's been times. That's so, pretty rad to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's rad. Oh, I, I have L- his Lala, American goggles. I L- love my hair. Lala, Lala will, will text him or his mechanic, Yeah, John I'll Hall. tell John. He's been we, on your we show. We John. Yeah. And I will literally tell John he made it down. He's in first. Like, oh. I will Because John doesn't, because he's up top and yep. he's in his pit. And, of course, like, he's, like, nervous up there. And, and uh, so I'll text John and, you know. Yeah. All bets are on you guys. You got this. I'll text yeah. Aaron. Like literally as he, right before he drops in. And I'll, you know, the next day I'll get a text. Thanks, Lol. You know, yeah. like it's, and I love, and it's not, I, I can say I'm the fan, but I love what they represent and what they're out there doing. Yeah. Because I already told you, I wouldn't want to be you. Like knowing you are doing all that for that guy to go down that hill, mm-hmm. you know, and John is one of the he's got the biggest heart but to learn where he came from and led him into that position mm-hmm. he his his passion for it and that's mm-hmm. that's what i think this all boils down to is passion right like his passion and his dedication to make sure aaron has the best of everything and it's dialed is amazing yeah so what it like yeah. we said what it takes to get there right what it takes to get to those lines you know that stargate yeah so yeah it's the same thing i mean i love it i i love seeing it i love you know, and I do feel special. I sit there and I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. You know, and like Loic, Loic's why I know he's not American, but I love my Loic. And mm-hmm. same thing, I'll text him too. Like, hey, give him hell, you know. And yeah, because he he came over here and was just nice as can be to everybody. And it's just like there are real people like you and I. And you just my at the end of the day, I want everyone home safe. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's funny in, in watching that again. You guys know these 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 folks. Um, I just know what I watch on TV. Um, you know who I also I think is pretty cool. I, I here I am in my late fifties, 
and I still watch his videos, is Bernard Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, on the Pivot. Oh, team. yeah. And actually, a buddy of mine just uh, took a role in marketing with Liat, and uh, we were talking about him at the stadium because they're sponsored by Liat. Right. Um, if that guy, and I have no reason to doubt this, but if that guy is really like that, he's loving life. Oh, yeah. He enjoys life I just, because I just saw videos. that over the weekend he picked up a ambassadorship from KTM. Okay. So, yeah. Pretty pretty rad. Well, you know, do you remember uh, he, two years ago? He yeah, he, 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 wa- he wanted to race, and yeah. they, they wouldn't grant him a license. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I happened to be at the test track because, um, okay. Yeah. It's all tied together. But if you recall in that, Jeremy McGrath, through the Maxis connection, was helping him a little bit with some training and Supercross. Well, Jeremy's an old friend. There's his picture right yep. there. <laughs> Worked with him when he was an amateur. He still runs our wheels today as, as you know, an ambassador for yeah. Cowie. Yeah. Um, and, and Bernard was there and I remember, and Don was there actually. Okay. Uh, swap. And I remember Don was filming and Jeremy was helping him. And the first day I saw him uh, at the Corona test track, the, the uh, lower one, uh, K2, I think they call it. It was a little rough for Bernard, right? Um, but I'll tell you what, by the end of the day, he looked pretty good. And I know that was just one day I saw him. Um, man, I so wanted him to get in there and to, to go do it uh, because you could tell he was so enthused and, 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 yeah. and yeah, enthusiastic about doing it. Right. Did he want to be a professional racer? No, but he just wanted to try it. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really a bummer, right? Um, yeah. When I heard that they – wouldn't grant him the license, and and I actually I know one of the guys that used to be with FIM. He's not FIM's not part of American Supercross yeah. anymore, but one of the guys that told him no. I actually know him from the years, and I thought, gosh, man, I felt like calling him, dude, let him in. But yeah. who am I to WTF. ask him that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bernard Kerr and and um, that kid out of Canada, Finn Isles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to see it in person to see. Look. On the TV, you only see sections. Mm-hmm. I want to see it in, in yeah, the, the plus minus, right? I think the experience, the fans, the vibe, all that. Downside, I think, of being there, which isn't going to prevent me from going, is you only get to see a small yeah. window. Yeah. Whereas on TV, at least you get to see all of it, right? But yeah. there's plenty of riders. I feel like you could, you know, hike the top and then make your way that's, down to see sections. That's what I what I've done, you know, yeah. so I I've just slowly worked my way down so I yeah. see each section and yeah. Andorra has in the bottom um so there's the bottom part where you see where they come across, you know, they the, they the do finish the, area. the finish mm-hmm. turns. But you walk up the hill a little bit if you see the people right when they come out of the trees. Mm-hmm. What you don't see is rope this thick mm. with knots in it tied to trees so you can pull yourself up. Oh, that's, that's, how, to, that's how steep the that's hill how is. steep it is. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. the TV doesn't do that any justice, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I couldn't even hike up that. I mean, I was heavier then too, but I couldn't even hike up that. And then it's it's real soft. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's mushy grass, wet. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down here, but I've watched the top of that. But then, like Jay told you earlier, the Mount Saint Anne one, that isn't where you're gonna pedal to pick up speed. That is a hill of what are you doing with the speed you're given? Okay. And how to control it? Yeah. And then right in the middle, right when you see him go in the trees, one thing you don't see is that. And we had Jared Hansen who crashed on it, that big rock slab with the tree dead center. And it's always wet in there. Like when you hit it, what do you do, right? And like to see that stuff in person. Yeah. 
But when we were in Andorra, Jay went riding with one of the World Cup mechanics or team yeah. managers. Yeah. He I, had I the baldest tire on. I rode that mountain. Yeah, the guy's looking at me. He goes, are you comfortable with with steep mountain? I said, yeah, I can ride steep. Mm-hmm. He's like looking at my bike and, you know, I'm, I my bike's the one that gets all the parts robbed off of it. So the kids have good bikes, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, you're good with that? And Your I said, back tire's kind of raw. I said, I'm good. Hmm. Let's go. Woo, man, we got into that mountain. I was like, yeah, this is steep. This is steep. Yeah. I, I understand why you're questioning my tire choice, but yeah. it wasn't yeah. really a choice. It was just... He came <laughs> down. Yeah. His name's um, I- Ivan. And he looked at me and goes... He told me in Spanish, the white boy's crazy. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. Yeah. Literally, there was no... And Jay came, when he came down, he's like... The kids were like, what, what trail did you do? Because they were practicing their course. And he was like... Yeah, I need to change my rear tire if I go up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you ride some of those. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That I, I don't, I don't think it was the actual world championships, but it might have been the final race, the one that was really, really rocky, uh, the World Cup thing. I don't know that it was the last race. It was the one that a lot of the riders were actually complaining about that it was too dangerous. And mm-hmm. my bad, I don't recall, but yeah. I remember watching that one, and you know, I watched a lot of the. Um, the GoPro footage and yeah. stuff. Um, that was freaking gnarly. Yeah. Like I, I look at that and, and, um, that's what I want to see. Yeah. With my own eyes. Yeah. Because if it it's, looks as gnarly on it's TV, impressive. it's kind of like super cross, right? Yeah. You watch on TV and you're like, Oh, but yeah. you ever get a, a you get the opportunity to, yeah. to even walk a track. I even at, well, it's kind of impossible. Right. But to walk the track after the race yeah. and see what it's like. Yeah. Um, it's pretty amazing. Well, I'm only five foot. I'm sure those the rhythm yeah. sections are half th- three quarters of my body, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I when yeah. I met you this morning and and mm-hmm. we were talking just about you know different people that we know and so mm-hmm. I go way back with Tony Amaradio. Yeah. He used to race Supercross and yeah. he had a a track at his parents' house in Temecula and I mm-hmm. remember going there to ride mm-hmm. and I'm going I I can't even ride this thing like it's just you know you park your bike at the top of any jump because they're so peaked so oh, steep yeah. and so peaked mm-hmm. i'm like yeah unless you're tripling stuff yeah it, you know it's not enjoyable yeah yeah <laughs> hey that's how i feel on freight train and whistler <laughs> yeah. on my bike <laughs> yeah yeah because i don't yeah. jump right yeah, so yeah you have so all the, it's a jump line but like you have to roll everything and the whole team was up there one year and jay's like all right we're all gonna go we're gonna take lala you know and i'm like oh okay freight train this is a black one like I had never done. Literally, I'm pedaling. It's cross country for me because you're pedaling up, cruising down, pedaling yeah. up. And he's like, "It's more work the way you're doing it than yeah. to learn to jump." I'm like, yeah. "Oh no, no, I'm good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my bike's little, so you know, bottom brackets, right? <laughs> what do you think you hit on every single top of one of those? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I need to say it's, it's impressive what any of these athletes do and what they accomplish for sure. and, and how yeah. they, you know, and and the progression of the the bikes. You for know, sure because i mean it's you know it lends itself to when you were doing the the races with with rotec mm-hmm. i mean you take that bike mm-hmm. and i've i've said this recently because my first downhill bike um was like a 160 travel mm-hmm. i think so what kind like of bike that. was it santa cruz bullet okay yeah and um compared to my 120 mil what i race on cross country now mm-hmm. it's a way better bike than that downhill bike was it like i could 
Yeah. I could ride downhill better on that 120 mil travel bike. Yeah. Than I could, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny. You mentioned Lopes. Uh-huh. Second. So going back a little bit to the Wiper there era, when we were developing that fork, um, I wouldn't say it if Brian was still in that era, right, making his living on various sponsors, but we actually hired him to do some testing for us on the uh, the downhill fork. And I remember, so I know him today, you know, sure. we're, we're still friendly. Uh, and I remember we went to Skyline? Yeah. Corona? Yeah, Skyline. Corona. And, and, uh, and I remember he had this, he he had his downhill bike. We put the fork on, but he had another bike that was in his truck. And I remember he, I'll never forget this. He bunny hopped from the dirt into the, into the back of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and we had driven out there together, right? right. And then the, the, they took the truck and, and, and we met. Um, I remember like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, he's impressive. For yeah, sure. right? Yeah. And, Even and to this day, his writing's impressive. Yeah. I mean, he's in his 50s now. And it's yeah. Pretty it's pretty impressive. It's pretty crazy. And, yeah. and now I see it looks like he's got some uh, type of an ambassador role with Yamaha on yeah. the e-bike side. Yeah. Um, he's now tied in with Renan, the new uh, clothing brand clothing, that Fox, yeah. um, Pete yeah. Fox, formerly of Fox, um, started. Um, it's funny because I feel like Brian's had a lot of sponsors over the years. Yeah. Um, I think the only one that maybe hasn't changed is probably Oakley. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. Um, but no, good dude. And, 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 and how all these guys tie in, in into our business too, where there's this, this connection. Um, I don't even know how it happened, but a couple of years ago, um, Cam Zink reached out. Okay. And um, he had asked somebody that knew us through a race team. He saw we or whatever. And so um, we did some wheels for him. I mean, he bought them. I right. gave him a deal. Nice. Um, do you know him? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've had the opportunity to ride with him one time. He's just, he's a nice guy. He's a kind person. Good dude. Yeah. Good dude. So yeah. a lot of people, like you've met Aaron. He's not the most talkative. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny because we'll talk about Aaron and somebody will be like, oh, uh, they take, like, even Tinker Juarez. Yeah, okay? re- yeah. Tinker's the nicest guy, but he's quiet. Yeah, okay. And so a lot of people think, like, oh, he's, um, what's the word? Like, uh, well, they think he's stuck up, Stuck basically. up, or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, go have a conversation with him. Like, yeah. you go up and talk. And it's funny on how that gets misconstrued, but these are some of the nicest guys, like, They'll yeah. give their shirt off their back for you. Like yeah. it's, it's funny on how, and it's true on how everything overlinks. That's why when you're like, do this, like I'm in the motorcycle. I'm like, but everybody has two wheels, you yeah. know, and in our intro, it's two wheels, anything, right? Like right. The, the thing is, is look at what you're saying. Bernard Kerr wanted to try moto. Who's amazing on two wheels on a bike. Right. Yeah. So you, it's, it's funny on how the worlds cross. And you know, it's one of those things I always taught all the employees over the years is, you never burn, you know, my dad taught me this. My dad was a Marine. Like you never knew who was going to be his next commanding officer or whatever. And you don't burn a bridge because you don't know who's your boss, who you're yeah. going to work for, who you're going to ride for. You, you know, you just always, and these past two years is, you know, since my world changed, it's like, it's funny because I don't, I didn't burn bridges. I yeah. still have friends that were reps back then that now, and especially through COVID, like, whoa, you're not over there and you've changed two or three times of where you're at and, you know, because of the industry, right? Like yeah. jobs, needing money, you know? And so it's exactly that. You see brands and ambassadors and, you know, one thing we always teach the kids on the team is 
don't talk crap about this because you don't know what you're writing for the team on the next one. And they won't take you. Believe yeah. me, they have that right to say, yeah, you're not going to be on W Wheels. I remember when you posted this about us when you were writing on Joe Schmo's Wheels, right? Like, yeah. And, and, and so it's funny because some of the kids don't understand that. They, they put it all out of media and then it comes back twofold, right? Yeah. And so some of the stuff out there in early days, you know, but we always try to teach our kids that because of what exactly you're saying, like intertwining, like, you know. Well, look, I, I we're very fortunate to to um, have a lot of folks, um, and we support a lot of the amateur programs, um, you know, that, that want to get sponsored. Yeah. And um, something that comes up oftentimes that – Maybe now because I have kids, right? And my my son did a little bit of the enduro stuff um, at mm-hmm. Vale Lake. Oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah. so um, you know he just has fun with it. I took that's him where he's building trails now. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> he's like a partner or something in that series that they were doing something, out there. Yeah, something to do with got, it. Yeah. Um, but one thing I always say in 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 uh, where the supply is to the cycling side, and you guys run a race team. Um, which, by the way, I have to commend you on because learning how, you know, you guys, it's commendable that you guys put your, a lot of your own dollars into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we love it. Listen. We love it. That's really cool you do that. <laughs> I hope the people you guys help realize that, that, and I'm sure they do. Maybe not all of them. I don't know them. Um, they, that's I, th- a I think pat- a lot of, especially the younger ones, they, they realize later. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and yeah. that's never why we do it. We right. Do it because we truly right. love the sport and want yeah. the best for yeah for them well so. i think that's really cool you guys yeah. do thank that. you yeah. i really thank do you. thank you thank okay you. so uh, but one thing i will say to to even the kids that ride for you and and, and i mentioned earlier about we were talking about dakar racing right? yeah and, and you followed it because andrew short because yeah. you thought he was a nice guy and he is one of our favorite guys the one thing I say to even the, the guys now in Supercross, that, look, they might even struggle to get in the night show or their goal is to make a main event. Um, you know, as, as a company that sponsors people, um, results are, it depends on the level. When you start making hundreds of thousands, results are expected. But if, if you're just looking to get sponsored, um, something can be said and something my, 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 my grandpa always told me is uh, be a good guy. Yeah. And... Results or not, if you're a good guy, good person, appreciative, whether you win or not, um, that goes a long way with uh, making decisions. And, and, and Lala, you mentioned about posting stuff and, you know, oh, you post about this. I'm telling you, like I know this firsthand. There's people out there that, that will not touch a rider. Some riders that just raced the other night because of stuff they've done like that. Where yeah. They have gone and put a company on blast. Mm-hmm. They might not have thought it was blast. Um, not cool. Yeah. And, and, and look, okay, yeah. no problem. So, right. but in the end, they, 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 you know, um, you reach out and, and then they might go to another company. Right. Um, they don't want to help them. And I know you appreciate this too, because you even have, I know that you, you probably helped out, uh, well, you mentioned cam zinc, but mm-hmm. someone else in the bike industry that, I know, I know from racing originally, I started to follow him in his uh, college racing days. And then he kind of broke away from, from racing and he's kind of made this whole, in the social media world, it's Jeff Kindleweed. And you okay. just did a set of wheels for him um, for his okay. goal sport. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I so where's he based out of? He's up in Bellingham, Washington. So he goes between Bellingham and I Sedona. remember. He's but, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, yeah, super nice guy, and he's just yeah. he's just a good guy. Yeah, and you're just like yeah, yeah. I'll help this guy out however I can. Yeah, you um, know because yep. because he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember Todd Schneider? Yeah, he. He raced Norba stuff back yeah. in the day. He buys wheels from us today. Nice. And the other one, if we're just going along, people that uh, t- so people don't turn us off here is, <laughs> is um, um, Sean Palmer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I do some wheels. He's bought wheels for me. So and we helped with the intense Palmer team. I re- okay. We we took a lot yeah. of their stuff, and then he'd come out, and we know we know Sean personally as well. Yeah. I just saw him this last summer in Big Bear. With oh his, yeah. With his, yeah. 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 Um, two years ago, uh, I think it was before COVID, right? So three years, four, whatever. We went up, me and my son and a buddy of mine went up to Tahoe to North Star. Yep. North Star, yeah. Yep. And we were there on the closing weekend at their park up there. Oh, it wasn't even busy. Oh, well, you know what? We went on <laughs> Thursday. I think Friday was good, but oh my God, the line's yep. on Saturday. Yeah. It was insane. Mm-hmm. So we're in line and, and we were up there and... It was pretty funny. At any time you can, you know, if your kids think you might be fairly cool, like sometimes your kids don't always think you're cool, right? But if their friends think that that you're cool, then yeah. the kids go, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. Well, we were in line, and and um, and Palmer walked by, and then we kind of made eye contact, and and everybody knew who he was, right? Because yeah. he's from up there. Yeah. And so he came over and started talking. Well, my son didn't know who he was. But all the people around us did, and it was really pretty funny. Yeah. And then when 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 um, when he left, someone's all like, "You know Palmer?" It's like, "Yeah." And then Zane, my son, he's like, "That guy's pretty famous, huh?" And I go, "Yeah, he's pretty gnarly, dude." And then when we got home, Zane looked him up, and he goes, "Dad, dude, Dad, Dad. Dad. this dude is gnarly." <laughs> yeah, right. Gnarly. You're so cool, Dad. Yeah, How you know? yeah. So anyway, it's um, it's funny. My daughter was. She was playing video games the other day with her boyfriend. Kind of funny, right? And um, <laughs> they were playing one of the motocross games. What's the difference? We used to go to the arcade to do it. So yeah. Now it's just it, in your it, house. And she says, oh, Dad, by the way, um, we were playing the video game, and uh, we were zipping through the stadium, and and Nolan's all, look. And W was – because yeah. we, we, yeah. we did that thing, you know, where yeah. they reach out to yeah. companies, you sign yeah. waivers saying we're not going to sue you for royalties, like – you want to put our logo on a video game? Go for it. How about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so her boyfriend saw that. So once again, it was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I right? think my so, cool moment, yeah. this, this is a good one. I was, so the Mount, the um, Wyndham, New York. Yeah. And um, go back to Aaron, right? Yeah. And so the last three to come down is, is uh, and Aaron was one of them. So... And my other, because we were on GTs, and I love the Athertons. Like, real people, when you meet them, they're nice as can be. But Dan Atherton's my boy. Or not Dan. Uh, G Atherton's my boy. And so G it was the third one to, you know, from the, it was, Aaron was the last one to come down. But G came down and jumps up into first, comes, and I'm like, G, comes over, hugs me, and gave, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And so, and this lady next to me and I'm literally right where the loop goes, where they come and turn around to look up at their time. And he comes over and hugs me. And this lady's looking like, who's she, you know? So then, um, here Aaron comes down and wins it. 
comes down I'm like Aaron and um gives me a hug and you know I'm like oh my god like and this lady's really looking like who yeah, is yeah. this you know mm-hmm. and what's really cool is they both got their flowers and G came over and gave me his flowers and then Aaron grabbed his flowers from me and gave me his flowers <laughs> cool. and of course this lady's like who's this and I'm like oh those are my boys like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean and so that was my moment of like it's the same thing you're like oh my my super fan has nothing to do with bikes or moto who is it right because so Lala was working at at uh, the bike shop in Santa Clarita and there's a lot of movie industry people out there. So mostly like the, the stunt people and, and all that. And like a lot of the behind the scenes, but there's some, some actors and stuff that live in the area too. So my phone's ringing. I'm on a bike ride and you know, and I'm I'm FaceTiming him. I'm looking, she's trying to answer it. She's trying to FaceTime. And I'm like, I just talked to her about the team stuff. Like, I'm on my bike ride. She knew I was going to be on my bike ride. And like, I never why? FaceTime him, by the way. So by the, like the third time of her calling me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to answer this. So I stop in the middle of my ride, all sweaty, right? Get to the top of the climb, answer the FaceTime. This face pops up. It's not Lala. It's her phone calling me, but it's not. It's Napoleon Dynamite. No it's way. John, John Hedder. Uh-huh. Is that right? It's yeah. John Hedder, and he's like, what are you doing, you idiot? Like, no, he, he does the whole he Napoleon. He's like, why are you wearing a helmet, you idiot? So he does the whole Napoleon <laughs> act, and I'm just like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, this is like, yeah. That's so rad. That Mind was, you, I didn't, I. She I, had no I idea who movie. he was. I know, I didn't know who he was in the store. Like, I took it, I put him in the system, the whole nine yards, and they're like, that's Napoleon. I'm like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah. And then we ended up becoming friends. And so I'm like, and he's like, who are you talking? I said, dude. I don't only know the music. I only know the movie lines because of Jay and Emily and the ki- the kids in the van on the trips. So we do movie quotes, right? You're driving across the country. What else is there to do? So we do stupid movie quote lines. So Emily know? and him would do the whole movie going to races. I'm like, okay. Hmm. You know, so like eat your food, Tina. Like the whole nine yards. They would do all the... So I said, you got to call these two. So I had them call him and I had them call... Emily and Emily did the whole food line with them. Like it was great. Yeah. The guys in the back were like, dude, like how'd you learn to dance like that? Can you show us the moves? They're like, he's like, I really do dance like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real nice guy. So yeah. anyhow, so that, that was my, my cool. super fan moment. Cause yeah. it's like, you know, you, you know, it's like, I don't know on the bikes and the moto. It's like, we just play in the dirt. Yeah. Like, right. We're just a bunch of, yeah. <laughs> but just like Shamar Moore says, we're normal people with a really cool job. Yeah. yeah. I met yeah. him also. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you deliver a bike to this house that's just like, and he's like, come on in. And his big doors open, you know, like the whole walls moved, you know, mm-hmm. golf course, everything. And Shamar Moore, same thing. And he's like, and one of the guys who had to fix one of his computer I had, bike. She had to tell me who he was because I don't follow actors that much. But he's a yeah. guy from SWAT. Okay. Yeah, he plays C- on yeah. SWAT or C- yeah, CSI SWAT. Or no, okay. yeah, SWAT. Okay. But super nice guy too. And everyone yeah. was like, oh my God. But I delivered his bike to the to the movie scene. Because mm-hmm. my sister was like, take me with you. I'm like, I'm not taking you guys. Like, <laughs> But it was just fun. But that's yeah. the same thing. It's like, it, once again, walking in, it's everyday us. You know, what's funny is people like that, that or whether they're into dirt bikes and, and, and whoever they, you know, like the mountain bike guys that like moto, right? Um, funny story going back to White Brother days. Um, because one of my jobs there ended up being uh, rider support. So I would get these resumes for both off-road, mountain bike, everything. And you got to kind of look through the resume and go, okay, this is like an A, B, or C. And it's all based on the discount. So one of the guys that worked at White Brothers, uh, Dale, um, and I, I just saw him the other day too. And it's funny. 
He's all grown up now. Um, <laughs> it's funny how that he, happens, because uh, huh? we're not any older, but these, these guys grew up. Yeah, and and he <laughs> uh, he was really a good good cyclist, and uh, he'd ride up at Saddleback a lot, and he, he was good. And he goes, "Hey, this guy been riding with. Um, I was going to give him your number. He plays in a band, and you know, could could you maybe give him a little deal?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You know, I I didn't. He didn't say who it was. So this guy calls. So we're talking. And um, I said, yeah, Dale said that you were in a band, right? And he says, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, what's the name of it? And he's all Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, oh, okay. Yeah. He goes, um, um, have you ever, have you heard of it? And I go, sorry, I haven't, right? I was just being honest. And, uh, and he goes, oh, and he wasn't bummed. And he goes, well, listen, if you ever want to go to a concert or, you know, I, I made him a good deal on some mountain bike forks. So he, it was the bass player, yeah. uh, Glenn, yeah. I think was his name. He's the shaved head guy. Yeah. He got really famous for the guy at the music awards where he climbed up on the stage. He got in trouble yeah. for it. The nicest guy ever. Yeah. And uh, so I said, well, listen, um, you know, I'm good. He said, hey, you know, maybe I could send you some T-shirts or something. I go, well, sure. I said, um, I said, if you want to send some, I'll give them out to the guys in the shop. And this box showed up with CDs and T-shirts and all this stuff. And when I gave, I gave it all to the guys at the shop. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. That the guy from Rage yeah. Against the Machine. Yeah. And not only that, that I talked to him. And then they were all making fun of me because I didn't really know who he was. Yeah. Right. What's well, really cool. So he's the one that got Reggie Miller into mountain bikes. Is that right? And Reggie's yeah, a Reg, friend of Reg ours. Reggie's a friend of ours, yeah. He's a big mountain bike guy. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I, 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 I've seen that because he always cheers literally on. Literally six foot seven. Yeah, literally. <laughs> huh? um, and he, what's his race team called? Uh, Boom Baby. Boom Baby. Yeah. It's kind of his charity, he, right? Like yeah. the non, non-profit he, thing he, that he. Yeah, he does a lot of those. Does he do some of those races with Victor Sheldon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does Victor's races down there at uh, so, the so, Quick and Dirty. So funny thing. You know, White Brothers motorcycle parts. Did you know we used to sell jet ski parts? Oh, okay. So Victor was. <laughs> and and yeah. so, I'll, again, I was single. So whether it be mountain bike or four stroke races or whatever, you were living the life. I would go to do the world finals at uh, Havasu. And that was oh, in wow. the era of Victor Sheldon, Chris McCluggage, uh, Chris Fischetti, um, Jeff Jacobs. Remember all yeah. those names? No, I, was, no? I didn't okay. follow. So, I didn't and follow Victor, and then I know, and uh, people have told me, like, Victor's like an animal on a mountain bike. He is. Like, yeah, he's he like, is gnarly, like, right? Re- recently, he's like because I think he's not to, but I think he's about your age. Yeah, probably. And yeah, I think that he's like two or three time national champ the last yeah. couple years. Yeah, in cross yeah. country. Yeah, he's legit. Huh? Yeah, and then and then he pr- he's a promoter. Yeah, right. He puts yeah. on some quick, yeah. quick and dirty. Quick and dirty. Yeah, yeah. Down at yeah. Barona Oaks, I think around that area. He yeah, does his races. Yeah, so. It's, Once again, how it all it, ties. It all ties in. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, I got to tell you one more funny one. And uh, again, please don't take it like I'm just throwing names. No, but no, you this might is get just a fun. Out of it. This is just fun. So we've always in RCH, right? The yep. race team with Ricky and Carrie. Yeah, we did their wheels forever, uh, even when it was Hart and Huntington before RCH, right? So um, you know they shut the team down. Carrie's always run our stuff. We're friendly, whatever, right? And so he had some wheels on his bike. Well, his guy that works on his bike reached out and said, hey, um, Alicia, which is pink, wants to get Carrie a set of wheels for Christmas. I said, okay. So I said, what are you looking for? And he told me. And I said, okay, look, I don't have a budget to give him stuff, but here's what I can do. And he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, his assistant will call you. 
or her assistant will call you with a credit card and where to send the wheels. It's for his Christmas this year. I said, okay. So I get a call from a 310 number. I don't know who it is. I answer it. Most of the time I don't, won't yeah. answer because it's a telemarketing right. thing. And, you know, and I'm, I think I said something like, I'm like, hello. It's something weird, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I thought I was just going to hang up anyway. I said, yeah, <laughs> hi. Um, I got your number from Matt uh, to order some wheels for Carrie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, I already knew what color you want. And I said, okay, where would you like me to send the wheels? And she said, just send them here. And uh, I said, what name should I put on there? She said, um, Alicia Moore. And I said, oh, okay. I said, oh, that's right. Um, Matt said that you'd be calling your, your uh, uh, Alicia's assistant. And she said, no, I'm Alicia. It was pink. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I said, oh. And I didn't go fanboy or anything. Yeah. Like, I've listened to her music and stuff. Sure. But she was the nicest lady. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And, and uh, she said, hey, would you do me a favor? And um, she said, um, when the wheels are done, will you take a picture of them and text it to me? Because I want to photocopy it, put it in his Christmas card. Right, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, sure. So I took a picture of the wheels and I sent it to her, and she sent, you know, just replied, "Hey, thank you so much," and and a uh, cool picture or whatever. So I saved her number, right? <laughs> whatever, not to be a cool guy, but I saved it and I just put pink, right? Carrie's wife. So that night I went home and I was talking to my daughter, right, and, oh, and my gosh. son, and they were all just kind of hanging out and I don't know whatever was going on, and I said, yeah. I, I talked to a friend today, an old friend today, and she's all, "Oh, who no, now, Dad?" No and I go, "Pink." <laughs> she's all, "You did not." And I go, "No, I really did." And then she, right away, my daughter always says, "Mom, is Dad telling the truth?" So anyway, I, I just had to play the cool dad Heck card, yeah, man. You do. So anyway, it was kind of a we fun. We don't get many of those moments. Yeah, it was. No, so. we don't, right? No. So um, anyway, it was kind of a funny thing. No, that's. So, so I promise you, I won't tell any more. No, I know Carrie. And, I, I met Carrie and Pink also from. Oh. Went right before we started Hard Huntington because of the tattoo industry. Okay. And. Um, Why were you in the tattoo business? Uh, my husband was. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so. Okay. Um, and. How funny. Pink is my daughter. Is is my daughter's like. Holy, that's like mm. she loves Carrie. Mm -hmm. Like she's like he married my husband. Like you know, yeah. But les but then my husband loved Pink, and so we had seen him at one of the tattoo conventions. And and uh, it's funny though because Pink was like, "I don't look good. Not gonna happen. No picture." She goes, "I'll do it backwards." So she took a picture with her back to me, oh. looking over her shoulder. Oh, cool. Uh, with my husband at the time, and then and then my daughter with Carrie, and so yeah, but. Yeah. Carrie was into the BMX too, and yeah. so all yeah. those days. So I had met him one time from yeah. that too. So yeah. it's just all that once yeah. again all ties in. When right? we first got going with him, it was when he had a supermoto team. Okay, because I used to do supermoto stuff. Yeah. After I left White Brothers, I worked for his company and it kind of was a brand manager for Brembo. Okay, uh, brakes yep. and a wheel called a Marchesini wheel, which is a, uh, a mag type wheel. You guys will remember in the era of X Games and all that when um, TLD and Graves and X Games and Nikki Hayden and remember when they rode Supermoto? Uh -huh. Well, if you ever remember those wheels they had, it was a, like a spoke, not a spoke spoke wheel, but a blade. Okay. Um, that's what I did. I okay. did that uh, before we started W. Okay. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Let's go to let's yeah. go to a commercial. Yeah, let's take and a then we'll get break. on to what led to sure to W. And okay. I mean, you know, you yeah. turned down. You didn't stay at your dad's business, and now no. you did this yeah. and yeah. side hustle working yeah. at White Brothers. Let's go yeah. into that. Yeah, and yeah. We'll get right back at you. All right. 
The T3 Mountain Bike Program is your place for SoCal gravity racing. T3 is sponsored by Shimano, ODI, Laser, Kenda, Kushcore, Fasthouse, Transition, Muckoff, Magic SC, GoPro, Museum, and Rhino Power. You can get all these products and more at Roy Cyclery, located in Upland, California. All right, and we're back from our uh, star-studded uh, commercial break. Uh, thanks to Mr. Don Maeda for putting our commercial together for us. Thanks, Swap. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it's it's official, but we're going to call him our producer, right? Yeah, we're going with that. Yeah, producer okay, Swap, okay. we're good. P- producer Swap. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so back here with John. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into uh, we How we've we been we've been jump we've been jumping all over, yeah. but that's fine. Um, so one of the questions I had that that going back to um, Norba Racing and and you said Eric Carter kind of pretty much ran the team yeah. at the time, but did you have a lot of interaction with the athletes? Did you um, uh, was were there ways we we I'm so about the mental game. Yeah, and it's one of the things that I always uh, I'm always trying to better myself in being coach on the team in figuring out how to better support and help these guys because you know it when it comes down to it it's all on them right yeah but we're the support system yeah so did you did you work with the athletes in any way like that not no no um the one thing i recall of that team is i remember eric had a trainer he was a european guy yeah i remember hearing the story from he was gnarly like i remember eric telling the story so you know, the, the makeup of the team, you had White Brothers, Rotec, and it would almost be like Aaron owns uh, the, the race team. Yeah. Well, Eric was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had all these corporate companies that would support it, right? Right. So really, you know, I knew Eric, you know, he was gnarly, right? He trained really hard. Um, the only thing I recall from that, it would be more like um, being, you know, right there watching him deal with, his his riders, yeah, Hausman, okay, and Schofield and Tara, right? Almost like he was kind of their coach, um, mm-hmm. cheerleader. Sure, if they weren't having a, a good session or practice wasn't going right, he was kind of like talking them off the the, the ledge. Does that yeah. make sense? Totally, you know. Totally. So he he was, um, you know, and as far as I know, um, you know, I think he he was obviously an accomplished bike racer, but I think he was, I believe. Pretty, I always thought he was pretty strong mentally yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, and and so, but as far as myself and, and, you know, like pep talk, we would do the track walks with him and stuff. But quite honestly, when I would do it, I would kind of, what am I going to offer, right? Like, but I would look at it like, oh, man, this would be cool. Yeah. Right? Especially yeah. some of the, 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 the downhill stuff. Yeah. We mentioned earlier, you know, I was fortunate enough to get to ride Big Bear and, and Mammoth. Those aren't too difficult when it comes to a downhill track, right? Right. right. Um, Kamikaze, it's just wide open. Yeah. Um, but the technical stuff, tree roots and East Coast stuff, um, uh, wet conditions, slippery rocks, and all that. It would be interesting just to listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but not not so much okay. as far as. So you were just there, part part of the important support he, system. Yeah. He was picturing how he would look. <laughs> yeah, I was more like, man, this is pretty cool, you know, and and. Um, it definitely, and as we've talked earlier, right, bikes have evolved, equipment, 
um, everything's evolved, right? Yeah. Um, Back then, it wasn't what it is now, or you know what I see on TV. Right. um, It didn't look like that. Do you ever picture yourself like on the media? It's like what it looks like, and then what I look like. You know, you picture (laughs) yourself looking like, dude. I finished in my head on a race run. Ooh, I was quick. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Jay always says if I if I race like I drive. Yeah. I'd win World Cups. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, then you go look and you look at something. I'm like, oh, I was fast on the second. You watched a video. You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. felt way faster than. It's like me with the, the kids <laughs> in, in wheelies. So yeah. I see the kids wheeling and it's like I pop a wheelie and I'm like, oh, it doesn't look like that. I don't think. I think it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. You know what I think is really cool? I see the guys up in Mammoth do it once on the roads where they just pull the front end up and Manual. just. That's pretty dang cool. Yeah, it is. I, that it's Bernard awesome. Kerr guy does oh, it a yeah. lot in his videos. It's pretty amazing. How about how about when they when they do a big old jump? Usually a step up because you lose your speed, right? Yeah, at the step up and the land just nose nose wheelie all the way down the landing. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of like, like uh, Axel does that. Yeah, and, uh, right. Uh, yeah, I look like that on the go around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get up on it's the impressive. step up. Yeah. Before yeah. we get to W and how he got started, that yeah, and the whole we want to talk about the, the kind of the what's up with this. We have a helmet for oh, those. You guys are okay. just listening on podcast. Oh, yeah, but we have a, a red, white, and blue. Yeah, uh, sixty looks like it was crashed a couple times. Helmet up here. Yeah, half shell. Um, so this is a mountain bike thing. What went on there? Yeah, well, um, that was me. <laughs> that was one crash. Um, yeah, it was a tough one. So, um, <laughs> you know, going the White Brother thing and employees I worked with. Um, so the owner of 60, Bob Weber, he's yep. a, a dear friend of mine. And uh, I'm a big fan of 60 and their technology since he started the company, even before they launched it. Um, so I only wear 60 helmets. It's not a paid testimonial because I'm a customer, but I like supporting his company, but I believe in his technology. Um, I have them on my dirt bike. My son wears them. Anyway, I did that at Park City, Utah. Um, Yeah, I went over the bars and um, just at the bike park. And um, I did that uh, two years ago. Um, Yeah, it was a tough one. And uh, unfortunately... um, Thank God I had the helmet on. Yeah. And uh, I've still. You survived and the helmet has not. Yeah. And. um, Did its job. Yeah. It did its job. I. I, um, That was a big hit. Uh, I'm actually still um, feeling some of that from two years ago. Um, I ended up getting an MRI. Knocked, you know, knocked my tooth out and woke up. My buddy was with me. And this isn't a Crimea River about John Anderson, but. I'm a huge fan of that, and and I, uh, yeah, I, I just took a big hit, yeah, and I um, ended up with a, a slight brain bleed and a you know oh, they wow. call it a subdermal hematoma, yeah, um, swelling in your brain, and um, the crazy thing was about that is I did that in Park City the day before my buddy we were on a mountain bike trip, and man I still look forward to those yeah. I, you know we didn't get to do it last year. Um, um, we did this, uh, we've done it with my son and then my buddy, Tony, he's a good, good, good friend of mine. And, um, we started in, uh, Utah, Brian head. Yep. And he ate shit. Okay. <laughs> Rung his bell. Um, did it. I started bringing him home. Uh, I said, dude, you're done. And uh, we were in the start of a week long vacation of a mountain bike trip. And so we were on the way back. 
and then when he realized I was going to turn around and go back and do the trip, he was like, oh, and he's a big, tough guy, right? And he goes, dude, can we just stay the night in Vegas? And if I don't feel better tomorrow, and who am I to diagnose somebody like that, right? Because he had hit his head, too. So we did. Got up the next day. He had jacked up his shoulder. I said, look, dude, if you can do 15, I think it was 15 push-ups with no aspirin, no ibuprofen, whatever, then we'll carry on, you know? And, uh, and, and he did. I know, right? <laughs> what do I know? And he did. And we carried on. The next day, I did that. And so, you know, and now the roles were reversed, right? Yeah. It's like, dude, we should probably go. And I go, you freaking kidding me? Dude. We're in Park City, Utah right now. Our, our our thing is ride a day, travel a day. Ride a day, travel a day. So we finished up. Uh, actually, I did that in the morning, and we carried on. You know, like I said, my tooth finally popped out. <laughs> These are fake, by the way, now. Um, later on. And you still rode. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean. With their ride. Yeah, that, yeah. And, 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 and so I did that. Um, we rode. We carried on the day, uh, which looking back on it probably wasn't the smartest, but. The next day, we drove to Moab and rode Slick Rock. Perfect. And then from there, we drove the next day. I have family in New Mexico. And then we went to Angel Fire and oh, did our thing. And then we came home. That's a good loop. It was pretty fun, man. Yeah. Uh, we did it. My Sprinter, uh, we, we both took uh, um, our e-bikes and our pedal bikes, a little of each. Um, yeah. And then all my... Comp, you know, my all of a sudden like dizziness and vertigo started when I got back. Thank God for that because yeah, it would have spoiled safe. the trip. Yeah, yeah, I didn't <laughs> right? didn't want to spoil that trip. Yeah, so um, it's you know it it it's funny because that uh, flying colors, uh, um, Bobby just painted that for me, and I wanted like the red, white, and blue Team yeah. America, and then it looks like that. Um, so it's funny because I've had that helmet. I've always yeah, I thought it was a cool paint job. I had it here in my office and. Um, I actually just turned it around because I used to have it as a reminder, but I don't want to remember that anymore. Right. Yeah. I feel like Moving in some on. ways, Moving yeah, man, I, I, uh, but I think anybody, you know, I know you're a big part of your audience, your listener base, you know, they're mountain bikers and every, if you ride a motor, bicycle, motorcycle, you're going to fall down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess the one thing I've sort of learned or trying to learn is even though that happened and. Uh, it still f- affects me today. Um, I kind of want to forget about that yeah. incident because I feel like not that I'm trying to be some hero or do some gnarly thing, um, but it sucked, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I actually turned the helmet around, yeah. and I don't want to see that anymore. Well, I think it, I think if we if we dwell on those crashes, it's going to keep us from doing what yeah. we truly love to do. Yeah, because I mean I've had several crashes yeah. now where it's like. Yeah. If that's what I focus on, yeah. I'm not going to continue doing what I'm doing, yeah. you know, and, and that's not yeah. an option for me. And, and as I learned just a handful of minutes ago, you still have some hardware in your body. I do. So you always have those reminders, I do. right? I do. Uh, I'm lucky. I got all mine taken out over the years, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I just... Um, but yeah. either way you look at it. But I nonetheless... Mean, it's, it's the same thing like we were going back to moto, right? Like mm-hmm. you're saying... You see good crashes on the Saturday afternoon. Then yeah. they got to get all their marbles together yeah. to ride that same thing. It was, mountain bikes the same way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've done it. I've, I'm like, I'm not going through the rock section. I got to find my way around it. And, yeah. you know, of course, me, I'll go slower. And then, you know, it's funny because the kids on the team and Jay will be like, who hits a rock and bounces back? Like, yeah, right. 
I do. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're not going fast enough, right? Yeah. But it, it is those reminders and it is that. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, God be watching you or whatever, but you got to finish out your trip, came back, and the vertigo kicked in so you can take yeah, care of it. Yeah, My dog just got vertigo two weeks ago. Yeah. He's, he does. He's a NASCAR circle track right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I mean, the one thing that I now maybe as I've gotten older, my son rides some bikes and stuff is, you know, he'll can't i'm not gonna do the dad thing to you here but in a way i am like um it can't be stressed enough uh even when my son's out in the street riding his bike put your helmet on dude yeah yeah and and that's some things i feel like you know like when it comes to safety like don't if if you don't compromise yeah right yeah it's yeah just be if it's free it's not always the best, right? It might be cool, it's free, but you know what? When it comes to your safety, and I think that's in whether certainly first and foremost, right? Your helmet, protect yep. the noggin, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, you see uh, kids up at the bike parks, and you know it's pretty cool. Um, you know, they're all in full face helmets and in all their gear and clamshells, and you know, in some ways, you kind of some might look at it and go, "Hey, you look a little silly." Well, you know what? He's protected. Yeah. You know what's rad? I've seen people. Actually, I remember it at Park City. I saw a guy in the lift line with a downhill bike. That I kid you not, he was easily seventy plus years old. Yep. Head to toe gear. Yeah. And he was enjoying mountain bikes. Yeah, it's, that's pretty rad. Honestly, <laughs> I pretty I, rad. I yeah. rather. I mean, other than like, I you wear your house shell and trail and all that. I like. I feel way protected in my full face because mm-hmm. I've seen the accidents to the face and yeah. all that like you said your tooth and everything Yeah, like I mean I've seen the jaw split I've seen and it's just like I love if like if I'm doing I'm Park City on that I would have been in my full face anyways but yeah. I still go even riding local I ride my I wear my elbows and my knees because yeah. I landed on them I don't want to cut something open so yeah. safety is first and we always have the kids and and I was riding around Southridge you know our local back door yep. just in the thing and and the kids were like lala put your helmet on you know and i'm like i'm just right here but it's true mm-hmm. i was just going to watch but i'm going up over the same little hills they are and i was you know i'm not going fast but it doesn't take fast or a no. big mountain to get hurt right yeah, yeah. those so rocks like, are still okay. there yeah, yeah exactly yeah so, yeah. All right, enough so, of that. We're glad you're uh, here. Or we wouldn't I'm be here. doing a podcast. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so, so you, you're White Brothers, and and uh, yeah, um, we had mentioned about. Or I don't know if we did on here or off air, but um, so they got bought out. They did. Okay, and so you were still working there. I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tom, um, who as we I think we talked earlier a little bit about, but he ultimately became my my. Uh, my father-in-law yep right um this was after he sold the company because a lot of a lot of our industry friends would say oh you married the boss's daughter well i did happy (laughs) i did that but it's not like i got a promotion in doing so he had already sold the company to an investment group who that company had bought like renthal and vance and hines and progressive um suspension um um uh, RS, uh, Roland Sands, or not Roland, Perry Sands, um, they did breaks, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so I stayed on for a little bit, um, after that, but the company just changed. The new owners kind of went another direction and, um, it was pretty evident what was happening. 
and it was really sad, right? Yeah. Um, I saw some really talented people that I work with get shown the door, and I just didn't want to go out like that. Right. I had spent 24 years there, and so wow. I I, uh, I left on my own, and then I ventured into that the world of, of brakes and wheels, right? Yeah. The supermoto okay. thing. There was an opportunity there, so I did it uh, for, I think, four four. Four or five years. To what yeah. year was that? Um, so, 2006, 2005, 2006, uh, left White Brothers, and then, so we've had W t- coming up on 12 years now. I did the other thing for a couple of years, and then we started, like I said, we started W 12 years 12 years April, I think, is what okay. where we're wow. at. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and, and the whole thing with W is like, well, how did, where'd W come from? Yeah. Well, we had an opportunity with uh, Talon, which is a hub manufacturer based in the UK. Tom had brought Talon wheels to the States to be in the White Brother catalog. Um, so we always did that. Now, keep in mind, one of the things I had done at White Brothers, we had a four-stroke race team. First, I was a mechanic on the team, and ultimately, I ended up becoming the team manager. We had two riders. We traveled all over the country uh, doing four-stroke races, some local, some supercross when it did conflict with the other stuff. Um, And so we ran the Talon wheels. And so the importer, during this time when White Brothers was going away, they were looking for a new importer. And they knew us, and so we wanted to try our own business. Uh, you know, my wife grew up in the business, right? Yeah. Since she's eight years old. Yeah. Um, kind of working there, like a little bit of summers and stuff. Um, and we just started, it's like, man, there was this chance to do it. And we didn't have a name. Um, you know, my wife's name's Kristen. It's like John and Kristen or Kristen and John's wheel company. That doesn't sound too appealing. And um, just, we, we go, we got to figure out a way to t- tie the name to White Brothers, um, because everybody knew us from there. Right. And it, it's, it really is a classic case of like literally writing names down. And, um, you know, it's like white brothers, WB, and then just white, can't call it white, white. And then just the W thing came. I don't know if you know the story. A W is a play off the letter W yeah. from white. Yeah. Right. That's how we came up with our name. I love it. And then the logo, some might call it a W. Some might look at it like a little motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just um, it just stuck, man. You know? That's so cool. When we started, we were right in the middle of that the recession uh, back then, tough times. And we're, you've, you've been in our – you know, we're not like Taj Mahal here. We're happy with – this is our home. Uh, we started across the parkway here in a single um, – um, with basically, you know, her dad co-signed mm-hmm. um, uh, a lease, and you know, it was my wife and I, and and, and we had one, in, well, two employees, um, and that was it. And then we just started. The cool thing that we were very fortunate and are very thankful today for is that we had relationships, not only with racing, but um, some of the distributors, as well as a lot of dealers, right, uh, and the magazines. And so, uh, you know, from all of them, from Jody Weisel at Motocross Action uh, to Davey Coombs at Racer X, yeah. um, still call him a friend today. Um, they really helped us. So he didn't burn bridges. We so didn't. Exactly. Yeah. And remember what we talked about earlier? 
look, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm far from perfect, but you know, that saying about be a good guy. And I always yeah. rings in my head what my grandpa mm-hmm. told me, just be a good guy. Yeah. And, and, yep. um, that's what we've always tried to do. A push came to shove and you have a successful business. You have, yeah. I mean, and don't, it doesn't come with hard times. I mean, For your sure. wife, I'm sure I've, I've had a look at you and be like, you know, we talked about Steve Harvey and his jump motivational, right? Yeah. Like, you guys jumped. Like, yeah. okay, this is security. Now mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Like, we're security. So, yeah. 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 That so, is awesome, though. Yeah. So that's um, that's where we started. And, and um, we were very fortunate to get tied in with uh, Western Power Sports and Tucker Rocky and uh, did some of their trade shows. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're very fortunate. Yeah. Right. Well, now, now, I mean, as far as I can tell, you know, being going to the fanboy side of things, I mean, mm -hmm. your your wheels are are the wheels to have. Like, if you're going to get, you know, wheels in the moto industry, like for sure, that's this is where you look. And you have, I was telling you, I was looking on your website last night. Good credit to you there because websites are, um, I'll say if I understand a website, yeah. you've done a good job because well, thank you. I don't, I don't easy do and well. Shoppable. Yeah, when it's easy yeah. and shoppable, and I can figure out what I'm looking at and where I need to go. Yeah, that's great. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, transition. Have, our bike company has. Yeah. It's so simple. Like if you can't go on their website and know what you're looking at, then you're not on the right because transitions is so. Here's the bike. Here's the build. Here's the mm-hmm. price. Here's like, and and that's what he's like. It was great. He was talking about. You him. would you would like talking to those guys because they're two two buddies that started a bike company and yeah. they're, they're still in there every day. Like in they their built office. their building. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah. One was it? One would like to work it in was a contractor and he's like, we he built everything like he's yeah. amazing. So, but um, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, your your wheels. You do tons of custom stuff. Yep. Vintage. Yep. Stuff because I mean that's a huge thing. I started I started following just I don't know why just maybe a year ago I'm like Scott Burnworth's name came up you oh, know yeah. on something something on Instagram and I'm like I love Scott Burnworth when he's you know racing Supercross yeah so I started following him and I'm like he's doing all the vintage stuff yep and I'm like that's rad so you guys yep. are big in that market as well yeah that yeah yeah for sure we we do a pretty good amount of vintage actually and uh, Scott's a great guy. Uh, he puts on some events, as you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so yeah, and 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 you know where a lot of the vintage ties into W is, um, you know, I mentioned Tom White, the founder of White Brothers. You know, sadly, um, we lost him five years ago mm-hmm. to cancer, um, but he actually has a, a world-renowned motorcycle museum. If you've ever heard of it, it's called the Early Years of Motocross. It's right here in Villa Park, okay. uh, which is about five miles from here. Um, and it's all, it's got about 170 rare, um, fully restored motocross bikes, off-road bikes, uh, from, uh, shoot, he's, he's got, he's got some of the rarest motorcycles in the world. And, and that's a, a museum It started as a personal passion for him, a collection that he had. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say, I bet a lot of the folks that listen to your podcast probably have heard of Tom White. Oh yeah. And, and if you get a chance, check out the early years of motocross. It's really something. Okay. And, um, if we have time somewhere down the road, I'll take you guys up there. Yeah. Uh, what Tom would do with it, it was a, the, the, the museums on the property of where, um, my mother-in-law lives and she's still there today. Um, he would use the museum as a fundraiser for my brother-in-law who was in a, a terrible motorcycle accident, um, had his windpipe crushed 
lost oxygen to his brain. So he's in a wheelchair. Uh, it was a, a traumatic brain injury. Um, and he went to the school called High Hopes, and it's for brain injury uh, mm. folks. And it's for people that, um, you know, a lot of folks will send their, their, their kids or family members there that have had a bad brain injury. It's like a school. And Brad could always afford to go. Tom was fortunate enough to have the means to send him there, but not everybody can. Yeah. So Tom would do these fundraisers. They were called Bikes and Burgers, and he would charge $20 a person. That included a burger, chips, and a drink, and he got to tour the the, the museum. Oh, that is awesome. And, um, yeah, we would do um, um, typically about 150 people. Um, It's a big museum. I'll show you some pictures later. Uh, It's really something. Yeah. And um, he even did a really, really big one where he worked with the mayor of Villa Park, um, was able to do shuttle buses from Villa Park High School, and that one raised over $50,000. And all the wow. monies went to High Hopes. Wow. So, That's awesome. And, and so the vintage thing was something that Tom always told us, you really should get into the vintage. You know, a lot of people are restoring bikes. And, you know, whenever he s- suggested something, how could you how could you doubt it? Sure. So we did, and the vintage has almost um, taken off to be its own little thing within our business. Yeah. Right. So, vintage, you know, off-road, moto, racing, um, adventure. Yeah. You get so you get a lot. No of bicycle that. wheels. Yeah. <laughs> We've had people ask us about it, but I'm oh a my big, gosh, I'm a big so fan of that. But can, I can you imagine? Yeah. So I, I was thinking about this actually driving down here this morning because it's like the motorcycle wheel is more or less stayed the same for a while i would yeah. guess yeah yeah um you know you have your different manufacturers and you mm-hmm. have specific things for the bicycle wheel mm-hmm. so i mean not only changing wheel sizes mm-hmm. but now they're doing hubs with boost and they can't decide which spacing to do on the rear and mm. i think they finally come to a conclusion it seems like everything's pretty much 148 boost yeah for the most part for the most part for the most part but i'm just going wonder what this guy would think about trying to do bicycle hubs. <laughs> Not that you do the hub. You well, import well, the, the hard hubs, part is you end up holding on to old product because you, you know, like, oh, now they're not using that anymore. Yeah. You know, so, and then, so some of them got smart and was like, okay, let's do the spacers, but then the spacers are marked. So then you're trying to guess what, oh, it's, and then now what it was this bike that you're trying to throw these wheels onto that bike. Yeah. What spacing is that? But like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I mean, I know my buddy buys um, Industry Nine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, I nines. It's pretty impressive. Like, um, it's like I got a kick out of. They even like laser etch their spokes with mm. their name on there. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we do colored spokes for a lot of our freestyle athletes and stuff. Right, we do powder coat. And um, if you guys ever watch like some of the um, uh, contest guy Axel yeah. Hodges and uh, Colby Raha mm-hmm. heard that name. Mm-hmm. Um, in his latest video, we did one with him, um, and we actually did gold-plated spokes on his uh, on his uh, Rockstar Husky. Okay, you should look at the bike; it's See, pretty gold, rad. Gold's coming back in the bike industry too. Yeah. I, so there's two colors I cannot yeah. stand on bikes. Gold and orange. Is that right? And guess what's popular for the rim or the or the or the hub? Anything. She doesn't like anything. Those yeah. colors. Well, in the motorcycle world, gold's kind of coming I back. I know. In the bike industry, it's coming back right now, too big time. And I'm like, Mike ordered these hubs and this and that. I'm like, and the like pegs. I'm like on those SC bikes, all the gold stuff. I'm like, yeah. 
we're going to get stuck with gold. And he's like, no, we're not. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, like I just remember all the gold stuff sticking around before. And it's like, no, people want it. When we went in the back shop there and you saw the little 50 with gold. Yeah. And then my my husky with gold. Yeah. And my son just built a little 110 Honda. And he said, dad, what should we do? Right? Like what, what? And I go, well, you know what I think is pretty sweet is the 50th anniversary factory Hondas that oh, they yeah. did at Paula yeah. with the the old school with the gold. And so uh, I'll show you guys later. So we actually kind of replicated <laughs> his bike like that. When we post stuff with that bike, like it yeah. got more hits than and likes than anything. Yeah. Um, so gold's, yeah, it's, 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 it was big in the 80s. Yeah. Um, yep. And there's a little bit of a resurgence, I think, you know, Um Oh no, it's all it's all new, don't you know? You listen to some of these kids and they're yeah. like, How did you know the lyrics of that song? Like it yeah. just came out. No, it's been out ten times already. So you know? are, you, are you saying gold rims are coming back in mountain no, bikes? No, like the accents, like the hubs and then oh, the, okay. the bar clamps, the uh, you know, the nipples. we he's building some wheels right now with gold nipples. So black okay. spots, n- gold nipples. Yeah. You know, just the little accent pieces and have C-post clamps again, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. All in the, the colored stuff's going, but gold is definitely it. So listen, do you, um, in talking to you, you guys are pretty tuned into Moto, right? Oh, yeah. So you remember uh, Adam Enten app? Uh-huh. Seven Deuce Deuce yeah. and his rap career? Yeah. yeah. There's one song he did where he talked about gold hubs, black rims. Okay. It's in one of Not his rap familiar, videos. Okay. Those are from us. Nice. He's always been one of our guys, and, nice. and he ordered them, and it's kind of cool. He put put that in his little video and his rap song. Gold, gold. There I know, go. right? So <laughs> you, know, um, you know what my favorite wheels were on on uh, bicycles? Hmm. The the green rims with the white spokes. Oh yeah. Green rims. Green rims. They're anodized green. White spokes. White spokes. Black hubs. Black hubs. You're talking about on mountain bikes? Yeah. yeah. I swear to you guys, I, I I totally look at the websites for mountain bikes, but I don't know if I've ever seen that. This was company. back in the day. Oh, okay. The company's not around anymore. Loaded. Yeah. Loaded. And then we were Loaded. on, um, what frames were on um, our? Foes. 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 We were on Foes at the yeah. time. Fo- I remember Foes. Yeah. They, they, that was a, like a local builder, yeah, if I'm he's not still, mistaken. He's still in San Dimas. San Dimas. Yeah, he was in Pasadena for a long, long time. And now Doesn't he make Dimas. a really bitchin' fat tire bike? He does. Yep. He makes some really cool stuff. He does, huh? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's like like little home, like, you know, has his three little buildings that he took over and mm-hmm. does his stuff. Super nice guy. He was always, I can't say as I've ever met him, but I always remember, we talked earlier about uh, Answer and Manitou, and mm-hmm. and that was Doug Bradbury on yeah. Manitou, which is named out of. Manitou Springs, Colorado, right? right? Yeah. And then he sold Teddy Cole, but um, that was always back in the day with Charlie Cunningham, uh-huh. mountain bike action. Um, and he he did the, was it Charlie that did the Kernut shock? No. Anyhow. Yeah, I don't going. I don't know, but I I just remember even back then. Can't believe I remember this stuff. I'm not good with memory, but man, if you could get a Manitou bicycle, that was like the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I feel like Foes was kind of in that category, yeah, right? For sure. With Richie, mm-hmm. and I think maybe early era of uh, Fisher, and then WTB, mm-hmm. Wilderness Trailer Trail Trail yeah. Bikes. I think yeah. they do tires and stuff now, right? Yeah. They don't do yeah, frames see, anymore, no, right? No, no. no frames. NorCal still. Yep. Okay. Yep. I remember there was a a girl that rode for him. Um, I can't remember her name, but I always remember she rode cross country with drop bars. Mm. 
cross country racer and she had drop bars on there. I remember um, I remember Tomac doing that on yeah. his bike, but I don't remember um, a girl doing that. There was another guy since we're talking mountain bikes that uh I think he's really I think he had some heart problems. Um Colin uh, No uh, I know Cully. Okay. He worked at White Brothers. Yeah. Did you know that? No. Yeah, he did. He worked at White Cully Brothers. Cully worked at White Brothers too. Oh he did. wow. In fact, you know what's funny? Um I was just on a group text on Sunday, and Cully was in it nice. with uh, him and uh, Mike Byer that owns yeah. uh, Asterix. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, Bob Weber, and they were doing a ride at the Oaks because I live right by there. My wife and I were oh, out so somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Cully was on there. In fact, the, well, we just talked the, in fact the connection to Rock Forum yeah. is Cully. Yeah. Was it the, the A1 ride? No, 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 because Cully couldn't go because he was doing the A1 ride. Okay. But this was um, Weber and Mike just. We need to get Cully on the show, too. I know. Oh, he hasn't been on your show? No. Oh, he's a rad dude. Now, you know, we were just talking, too, like Chris Nelson's a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So, known Chris Nelson, so before his crash. And he worked at White Brothers. And he worked there. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, because when you said his name earlier, and I mentioned Todd Schneider, um, I'm trying to think anybody else that came from the mountain bike world, but... It's funny when you say these names, and then, you know, when we were talking about sitting down and chatting like this, I was thinking, man, I got to really write some notes down to remember. You haven't looked at it uh, much at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. I can't believe it. Um, but it is really cool that, that um, it's really cool that you guys are still, I feel like we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. It's funny on what you can learn, huh? Yeah. I love it. You guys I love- are, in talking to you, obviously, you guys are very well connected in your industry and and that just doesn't happen overnight. No. It's a lot of years I just of experience. Wonder, I'm just you know? wondering when we're going to ride together now. Like That's always I, my thing. It's well, like listen. Every time I do one of these, I'm like, okay, so when are we going to ride? So <laughs> this is, um, it sounds like, you know, in today between podcasts and social media, I heard the one that you guys did with the young girl in the van, Heather. 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 Um, Munive. Munive. Yeah, yeah. And I heard you talking and, and um, um and I've I've seen some of her stuff and it's pretty cool. Um, and do you guys go to Sedona? Mm-hmm. And that's coming up in April, March, March. March. And um, I was thinking about going to that because I um, last year I did uh, outer bike in Moab. Yeah, me and my buddy went, and uh, I didn't really demo any bikes. We did a couple rides where they shuttled us out. Yeah, uh, kind of a it was a freaking brutal ride like even though it was a shuttle run yeah that what they didn't say is that once you're down in this valley you got to climb out of there yeah. and it was sandy at the base and then climbed and but it was rad yeah you know and see like yeti was there and um was certainly specialized and what's the company that made that really unique front fork um oh the you know what I'm talking about? I do. It, it yeah. looked, it looked, I forget I forget what the branding is. Um I wanted to demo one of those um just to try it and sadly um during when covid hit I think they went away. Yeah. Um but anyway, getting back to Sedona, so um a buddy of mine and, and you probably know him. In fact, you should have him on the show. Uh Eric Bartoldis from Big E. Oh, we were talking from Yosh. Yeah. Yosh. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes and Weber goes from 6D, so I was thinking about maybe you trying should. to put the little trip S- in. Sedona's, You're going. Sedona's rad because it's um, – if you do 10 miles at Sedona, it's like doing 25 miles somewhere yeah. else. Like, yeah. There's not a ton of climbing Yeah, because everything's just kind of yeah. undulating. Yeah. It's not – I like do some huge, hiking. It's not like yeah. a huge <laughs> climb and a huge downhill. It's just kind of yeah up and down the whole time. But Awesome riding, though. But it'll kick your butt physically, mentally, everything. 
but you also learn like there's oh, things yeah. you learn like takes you almost that next level I love it. because it's one of my favorite places being to able to you think you can pop up something yeah every time he goes he's like i've got to clear this section or i want to do this and it's always try a challenge to be, for yeah. me yeah like there's always the, the next challenge for sure i i, I listen to that and and i man you're you're an animal dude like i heard <laughs> some of the rides you do and i heard it on that podcast and um Good on you, man. I like to challenge myself for sure. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like a big challenge. Who is this guy? I know, right? making us look bad. I know. So good job, man. (laughs) Um, No, but I I heard that, that you were going to Sedona because I think you were talking to that Mm -hmm. Heather Heather about it. Um, And I mentioned Big Egos with Yosh. They do a booth. Um, And I thought, you know what, man? That'd be kind of fun. It's uh, a lot of fun. It's a a fun place to ride. It's a fun environment. Yeah. And bike the bike industry it's like sea otter i don't know if you've ever been to sea otter yeah one time it's just it's just a fun environment yeah like there's no beautiful place too yeah it's a beautiful place and and, you know honestly for the most part i mean i don't know the moto industry real well but for the most part like the bike industry gets along yeah like we all we all love the sport and so that's that's there's a yeah there's a lot of connection because i remember i don't know man i just i I'm just like, well, that's pretty cool. Like when I went outer bike, I think I had like a W shirt on or something like mm-hmm. that. And, and, um, a couple of people mentioned like, Oh, W. Yeah. And I'm all, you know, our company, like that's pretty cool to me, yeah. you know? And I think one of them, the guys from DBO suspension, Oh yeah, they came Bryson. from a, yeah, they came yeah. from the moto world. Yeah. 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 Um, they were on our podcast. We rode their forks for a while. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pop, so Papa Bryson, love them. Yeah, there's a lot of connection <laughs> there, lot, yeah. you know. Um, and I just, you know, for me, I but I, yeah, yeah, I take my van and and just go. But um, I gotta say, like, even in our own business, from marketing, um, sort of ideas, I guess, um, racing. Um, I look at the cycling world a lot um, on what they do, whether it be World Cup stuff or even when I went to Outer Bike and some of the displays and stuff. You know, I feel like we can all learn something Absolutely, out of our yeah. out of our own little wheel wheelhouse mm-hmm. here um and so you know i get to I, I get to go for fun right but also just it's just fun right yeah new people that, that they don't like now i'm the customer right and so i get to see how they interact with me you know um yeah one of the one of the things i've always appreciated like lala and i obviously have done the team together for well 16 years together on the team mm-hmm. i don't know it's no you're going on 20 right 20 years so so eight, 18 18 years she's so i started the team 20 years ago but then she's been with it for 18 mm-hmm. so lala obviously has her personality and mm-hmm. a little bit of a loud voice really so everyone knows Never. who she is like in the bike industry everyone knows <laughs> not everyone remembers who i am or knows who i am and i'm okay with that i'm totally good with that like mm-hmm. i so I always like being the customer, the consumer, kind of yeah. talking what you're about. Like, yeah. I kind of like being in the background and hearing some of the things. And, and you know, it's like they're not trying – like with Lala, they know who she is and right. they, for the most part. And so it's 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 always a different take on things. And so whenever – like if she goes to, to the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival and and I go and we're, you know, doing our own thing, we come back together and we've had a total different experience because – She's her personality, and I'm my personality, yeah. and so I've gotten to see things kind of more 
as a consumer. Yeah. Whereas she's on the industry side of things. Right. And so. And I make it. But th- it's a nice. I make it three booths. He's made it twenty booths. <laughs> yeah. You know that's a th- at Sea Otter because it's you know the, the whole infill of the Laguna Seca, mm-hmm. and Jay's like, all right, we got a plan. We actually used to just try to take the kids to meet our sponsors, but walking through you see people you haven't seen da 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 and they're like so now we have to do it in like over the three day span mm. at different because you have practices or whatever because it takes that long they're like we're not walking with Lala no more because you know it's like you like you go walk moda how many times do you get stopped before yeah. you're hitting to the bathroom right yeah, like yeah. you're like I was just trying to go be you know <laughs> yeah. I'm like I was just trying to make it to Fox you know it's yeah. the same thing and the kids are like hey, we didn't even make it there coach she yeah. We, we made it to the end of one row, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. fun, though. It's good it stuff. Is. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of uh, kind of eyeballing that one. Yeah. I, um, um, I'm not going to bore you with this. I um, had another little get-off, but yeah. not on a dirt, uh, mountain bike, but on my dirt bike. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, prior to doing that, I took a little digger on my Husky and, and um, tore my rotator mm-hmm. and uh, kind of ruined my shoulder. So I had surgery. Um, and yeah, I did it again. So I'm talking to you today with a, a, a torn rotator again. I've mountain bike with it. Um, I wear a shoulder brace. I don't want to do surgery again. It was the most, you know, been talking to you, you've, <laughs> well, you've, you've been opened up before. Lala's, Lala's has a rotator cuff right now. So you yeah. have a torn one too. Join the, then we're, we're connected at the shoulders. So everyone says the surgery is the worst recovery it was, surgery ever. I don't. I don't want to spook you from anything. Five to six months to eight is what I heard. Yeah, it was. It was terrible, and I went through it. And and but I I worked hard at it. Um, I was cycling a lot prior to doing it. Um, you know, it was several pounds ago lighter. Yeah. I was I, anyway. I was cycling a lot, and and then I did that on my motorcycle. Had the surgery. I worked really hard on my recovery and every chance I could. You can. I've. I, Anything that I thought would help in my recovery, uh, um, I did it, and uh, and I but I'd say I kind of came back. You're never 100, percent but I was able to motorcycle, you know, ride again, mountain bike, whatever, and then um, I did it um, earlier last year, mm. and um, and went back, and so it's torn again. Um, same arm, same one, but they don't. They don't want to do well. They'll do surgery, but it's crazy. Like my doctor, he's he's awesome, but like he's talking like a shoulder replacement, which I'm not going to do. I don't want to do surgery. I've gone to the extent of I'm researching stem cell treatments. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do surgery. Yeah. It, it um I don't. It was uh it sucked. Lawless yeah. had the sucked the plasma, right? I've had two PR the PRPs or whatever plasma replacement my own blood. Oh, is that right? So, yeah. Yeah, so um, and and uh, like I said, I've mountain biked. Uh, my son and I and my buddy went up to Mammoth, and we did uh, one day we did downhill bikes, and, and and another day we did some e-bike stuff. And you know, I wore my shoulder brace. Um, I had a compression shirt. It was pretty good. There were a couple places where I could feel it give. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can do stuff, but it's you know, it got a little bit of a wounded wing. Yeah. Um, but. Um, but I'm thinking like the Sedona thing, you know. It's like if I put something on the calendar, then if I make it happen, then then I look at it and Let's I just go. Or you know, the other thing with me is like if I sign up for it and I paid for it, even if it's what does it cost? A couple hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah. But if I sign up for it, then I'm just like 
such a maybe tight ass that I don't want to lose the money <laughs> by not going. You're invested. Yeah, and plus with Big E being there, and he'll have a booth. So, you know, um, shoot, now that I know you're going, yeah. are you going? Yep. You taking your team or just you guys? We'll probably, we'll probably yeah. open it up to some of the teams. Are you going to do the Huck and Ride podcast mobile? Maybe. We might. We, yeah. we try to always do something. Yeah. Last year, I, we, we did some stuff, and the weather was horrible. And the wind noise was so bad, I couldn't use any of the footage from okay. trying to do interviews and stuff. But, but yeah, yeah, you know, we're yeah. we're. I'm not a, a qualified media person, so <laughs> I shoot from the hip. And so it's like, if if it's not working, I give up really easily, and oh. I go ride well, now, my bike. Now oh. we know we can plug one of these into the thing, and it'll be better. Like, there's things that we've learned since then. So. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it quickly. Yeah, you could set it, us up with Biggie. <laughs> I'm happy to. He's yeah. a really the good dude. The stuff quickly gets put back in the tub <laughs> when yeah. there's difficulties, and there's yeah. a bicycle available to ride. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I bet you Big E would do it. You know, he's a he's got a, a big background in cycling. Oh, yeah, from GT days and yep. And uh, I know they sell his pedals over at Roy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the owner, now president of Yosh, is a big-time cycling enthusiast. Yeah. So they ride a lot together, and um, – and uh, that's one thing that I end up putting on. I always ran clips, mm-hmm. uh, but after I ruined my shoulder, I was spooked to not be able to clip flats. out. So I went to some flats. Yeah. So I have some Yosh pedals. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then uh, I, I'm telling you, I heard you talking about it and that, that the uh, Heather. Yeah. Uh, and then I knew and I thought, you know what? I should just go do that, dude. Uh, yeah. Just see how it goes. I'll fill it in on your calendar. Where is I it? I know, right? <laughs> I looked up the dates. I even looked at the outer. Bi- they released all the dates for Outer Bike 2023. And um, have you done one of those? No, I never. Well, I did Outer Bike way back when they used to have it in Vegas with yeah. um, connected with Interbike, where they would go to bootleg. Or yeah, they would go to bootleg. Yeah. Um, I remember. Um, yeah, so I'm thinking about it. Speaking of that, I I I watched this video of Aaron with a GoPro doing bootleg. I even texted him. I know fanboy, right? Like. I said, dude, it, that was. Did you see that video of him riding Bootleg yep. Canyon with we a there. with a GoPro? Yeah, it's freaking gnarly. And I, I, you know, I don't know. I, maybe I was being a dork, but I was just like, I know there was something going on. And I said, said, hey, dude, just check it in, say hello. But I got to tell you, I saw that video. That is awesome. He goes, yeah, that place is is pretty wild. Yep, it. it, it we always tell the kids because some women go. And we're like, it's either your bike gets beat up or you. So yeah. it, it eats you alive because those rocks. Yeah, it's they are so not unforgiving. Giving. Yeah, it's yeah, right? so unforgiving there. Yeah, and it's like I I've seen so many kids, whole race season get ended. Yeah, in January, you know, beginning of the year. Yeah, because they pour everything into a bootleg race. We have one race. Of our, we and, have I, and I and I take it. You know, we're, we're racers, and I, I get it. But it's like. You have to be, you know, when you get to that level, you got to be smart. Like, if you're yeah. trying to do a, a race season, yeah, don't blow it all We there. had a kid last year that broke yeah. both both legs, same time, fibs and tips. At bootleg? At bootleg. First race of the year. Oh, my And God. we had told him, like, okay, it's either your bike or you. You got to be careful. And we pushed him around, and uh, after all his things, we pushed him around in um, a, a chair at Sea Otter. Both legs. <laughs> both legs. But he's good to go now. Yeah, Adrian's, Adrian's good to go. He's one of your <laughs> athletes. No, he, oh, he, yeah. he wants to be called Sladrian. Sladrian. There oh you gosh. go. That's his nickname. It's Sladrian. Golly. So. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he's all on he's the, good. On the he's good. He's good. He's, yeah, he's riding. He's strong. He's a good yeah. kid. 
yeah, yeah. So he goes so, big. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of looking at that and and um, the shoulder thing. Um, yeah, work in progress, right? I'm yeah. I again don't want to do surgery. I I mean I'm researching all kinds of things. So we'll we'll see on that. Um, well, we still gotta go ride. We can ride local. Yeah, and uh, man, it'd just be cool even to hang out. You know, and getting to meet you. Heck uh, yeah, guys, it'd be fun to hang out with you even without these headsets on. Yeah, definitely. I love your cool products. Your, okay, love you. your product. I mean, it's like not only does your stuff work like the W wheels, mm. it's just, let's be honest, it's sexy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, for those of us that are, you know, enthusiasts with, with anything two wheels, you know, when you mm. add that, the look of that, yeah, the customization, the colors, and it's just like, it's like the finishing touches. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And, and um, yeah, I mean, I won't say we get jaded because we're around it every day, you know, but, um, I, you know, it's funny. It's like, it's been a long off season. It seems like since the nationals wrapped up and supercross got going and we get wrapped back into it and stuff, but it was, it was really a good night Saturday yeah. at the race and to see everybody and, you know, the teams order their new stuff and see old friends. And, and, um, it's like you said, you can't go too far, but that's okay. You yeah. Without someone, you know, your yeah. old friends, right? You're right. That's um, what it is. Um, or shoot, like I said earlier, for me, even, you know, I had my W stuff on and somebody says, ah, oh, W. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know that? That's pretty cool to me. When they yeah. recognize your logo, you're like, wow. Yeah. I mean, like, we, some of, I was with a couple of guys from the shop and we saw some people wearing W stuff and I just kind of, you know, you sit back and just go like, you know, that's rad. And, and I'll, why I say that is because to me, to be affiliated with, you know, have our company. And that person, those folks that day got up in the morning to go to Supercross that they've been looking forward to. And everybody has T-shirts, right? Yeah. And they decided that day when they opened up their drawer, looked in their closet, they probably have a ton of shirts. And they chose to run a W shirt. Yeah. So to me, I kind of go like, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. They thought W was cool enough little company or whether the logo or whatever it was that, yeah, I'm going to wear that today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so for me, I just, it's like, dang, you know, cool. Yeah. Super yeah, cool. No, it, it's it, rad. I, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's a good feeling. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's because we're good people. Good yeah. guy. Yeah. Be a good guy. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's all, all we can do yeah. is, 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 is try. Um, yeah, for sure. So, um, so what's, what's, what, what's on your guys' calendar for the race team? Oh when's gosh, we have, event? you know, we, it's funny cause we look at our, we pull out the calendar and we start filling in races and it's like, it's already like, we start this coming weekend again. Too. Yeah. I mean, we start up this next weekend at Fontana mm -hmm. and then rain or shine, rain or shine. And Fontana goes every other weekend mm -hmm. through March, through yeah. March. On some of those off weekends mm -hmm. are bootleg races. Veil races. Veil races. Yeah. So it's like we could go every weekend, you know, before race season even starts. Yeah, yeah. You know. Legitly, because we live in California, right? It's mm -hmm. the same thing like moto. We can start riding bikes earlier and yeah. you can train all year, right? But the bike industry really doesn't get started until like the end of March, beginning of April when road season starts. And, mm -hmm. but because th that's when the rest of the world isn't under snow is, right. you know, and so, so sea otters always traditionally been the kickoff. Like mm -hmm. that was always right. a kickoff, but then in recent years, it's kind of changed and they've had some races before even world cup races. But yeah, so 
yeah, we're we're already going full s- speed ahead and yeah. and uh, trying to figure. Yeah, out. we're trying to figure out how much traveling we can actually do, and um, you know, Baller, we're gonna we gotta be ballers on budget. Yeah, we're gonna be splitting up um, traveling, you know, so that we can travel with. The, cause we always talk about the kids on the team. I mean, we have some older ones, but for the most part, our our racers are twenty years and younger. Mm-hmm. For the okay. most part, and yeah. So yeah. Um, and even the younger ones, I mean, they're not with their parents. They travel with us. So, you well, know, and you got to remember, we do enduro and downhills. So, an enduro race going on over here, yeah, and a downhill race going on down yeah. here at the same time. Like, okay, what do you do? Who gets what? You know? Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I, I know that. Um, it's funny. Come this summer, uh, was that where do they have the U.S. National Championships in Colorado this year? Winter, Winter Park. Park. Yeah. I want to check that out. Yeah, Winter and Park's then, a fun bike You've park. been there? Yeah. And then there's another one there, uh, Granby Ranch. So Granby's north of there, and it's, I don't think that that's open anymore. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was called uh, Sol Vista, and it's it's no longer... So it's further towards, like, Denver, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, no, Granby's straight north of Winter Park. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it's up towards Estes Park. It's between oh. Winter Park and so Estes that's not, Park. So you don't think that's going anymore? I don't huh? think so, but... Um, <laughs> Just south of there is, um, well, Breckenridge is there, but yeah. um, what's the other mountain there? Keystone. Keystone. Keystone has a bike park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want to put a, another little trip come summer, another little road trip with my buddy and, and hopefully my son. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cough attack. Went down the wrong pipe. Yep. But the... the uh, the other bike park that I haven't hit in Colorado that I was thinking if I ever did a the bike park tour through Colorado, I would do uh, – are you surviving over there? We're good? There it is. Um, uh, Crested Butte. Crested Butte. I've, I've been heard, there a couple – you've been Have there? you? I've never been there. Awesome. Okay. I've heard it's an awesome I've, place. I, I've been there for mountain – for mountain biking, and then I went there for a KTM adventure rally. Oh, okay, uh, at, up at Mount Crested Butte. Yeah, um, there's some gnarly stuff there. Is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this one run. I remember I was on the lift and I was looking down, and it looked like a staircase thing. And in fact, I remember I ate shit there, put a big <laughs> hole. Not on that, but another section. And I promise you, I know how to ride. Uh, but I remember I ate shit in some rocks and had a big old. I swear it was like a hole in my leg, and I think I took a picture of it and sent it to my wife. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God, what have you done now? Uh, but, yeah, you know, and I, in talking to you, I think you'd really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Um, now, you're probably going to be one of those crazy guys. That, what do I need to lift for? I'll just ride up to the top. More power to you, dude. How about it? I enjoy a chairlift. Yeah, well, well so, uh, yeah, check that one out. It's really cool. So, um yeah, but well, yeah, we have a full calendar. Sounds like you do too. With yeah, the, between yeah. business and and yeah, how yeah. how many supercrosses do you go to? Do you just go to local ones? Or? I do. I so back in the White Brother days, I would go to pretty much all of it. Right. Um, I don't like fly any that much anymore. Yeah. The airports are pain in the ass. So I yeah. I um I usually do the Western Swing. This year's a little weird, right? Even though um, Oakland's this weekend which is going to be nasty, mm-hmm. uh, which I was telling the guys, most of the teams, like, especially privateers that don't have a lot of product, if it's going to be as bad as they say it is, just run your stock stuff because you're not going to need – you're just going to ruin your good wheels Yeah, because it's supposed to rain all week up there. Uh, and then they come back for San Diego, 
Um, and then we have Anaheim. And then it kind of goes it goes to Houston, I think. Yeah. So um, I, I don't think I'm going to go to Oakland. I'll do San Diego, the next Anaheim. Um, and then, actually, I was kind of eyeballing the end of this year is um, Denver mm-hmm. followed by Salt Lake. That'd be a pretty sweet trip, right? Yeah. Head yeah. up the, the 15 to the 70. Yeah. Uh, do uh, Denver, and then you can come back and go to Salt Lake. Um, um, so I was thinking about hitting those, and then we start nationals after that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I always like the uh, the Phoenix Supercross. Yeah. My, my, my daughter went to school in Phoenix, so when she was yeah. there, I would go to that Supercross. You're talking about year. at the Sun Devil Stadium where it was in the Rocks? or no. when they You're talking about when they bank one, was it Bank One Paul Park in downtown Phoenix? No. Which one? Are you, are you talking Glendale? Glendale? Where it's at now? Glendale. Yeah, because this it used to be Sun Devil Stadium, where yeah. that that football stadium. I think it's still there. It's in the rocks, and then they moved to I think it was Bank One Ballpark there in downtown Phoenix, and then they moved to Glendale a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, in Glendale, it's a cool stadium. Yeah, it's just there's not a bad seat there. No, no, I mean, at least good. from where I sit, I yeah, yeah, it felt like I've sat kind of none of the fighting yeah. seats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. Um, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, listen. Right, um, on that note. Well, one thing in closing, yeah. um, I I learned something from you guys, and and uh, congratulations on your new uh, partnership with Transition. Oh, thank um, you. Man, you guys are doing a good job for them because I can tell you, and what you told me, this is not a paid testimonial about their bikes. That it's something to check out. So, oh, um, absolutely. Um, yeah. Good for them because, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I know again, you guys put a lot of your own dollars into this. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, and it's tough economic times right now. So for them to support your your program with the kids on the team is yeah, is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, no, we're we're super grateful, of course, for anything that we ever get. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're just such a rad company. Yeah. Like I told you, you would yeah. you would appreciate their company yeah. just because of of who they are and how yeah. they've built it. So sounded yeah. pretty cool what you had to say. And I know you've ridden a lot of bikes before and. Um, so when when I talk to somebody that has ridden a lot and they just go, yeah, it's it's legit. Like if you know, it's we said earlier about you know just something that maybe not of decent quality because it might be free or whatever. But sometimes you can't compromise on quality even if it is free, right? Yeah. Right. So when you were talking about the transition stuff and and I'm always looking. Yeah. Where, where this all started is I'm just a fan. Yeah. I'm a customer of uh, a customer of Mike's at Roy's. You came down here. You know how far it is from here. Yep. But I, I think enough of the guy in that, that shop. I drive out there for my business, right? Yeah. And um, and so this, this thing with transition, and now that you got me thinking, I'll check out some of your other sponsors. Heck, yeah. Because I know that yeah. if they're helping you, they they got to be good people, and it's probably decent, good product, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So. And we're loyal. It's good. Yeah. 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 On that note. Thanks for having us. Yes, yeah, thank you for thank having you. us. Yep. I learned a lot about you and like continued friendship now. So yep. one day when you're talking in five years, you're like, oh, yeah, I know Jay and Lala. Like, you know. You, <laughs> so, you I have know my John. number. I know John. I know we go John. way back. We know him. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for having me. I, yeah. This was a, a treat and a pleasure and and um, a lot of fun. So yeah. thank, thank you, you both thank yeah. you. very thank much. You. And on that note, go ahead. Okay. So no matter what road life takes you down. No matter where you go. Keep Keep the the rubber rubber side side down. down. Thanks for checking out the Huck and Ride podcast. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe.